When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to The Wheel Reads, a Wheel of Time podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Chris, and Ian. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering chapters 38 and 39 of The Shadow Rising, Hidden Faces, and A Cup of Wine. Enjoy! All right, welcome to Season 4, Episode 19. Um, we do have three new patrons. Yeah, three. I, I think Ooh. since the trailer dropped, like, everyone found us because we've been growing like crazy on Twitter. Um, and we're at, like, sev- over, well, way over 1,700 followers now, moving towards 1,800 pretty rapidly. And the three new patrons are, we have Melissa, Akuruma, Akuruma, and I'm sorry if I pronounce I know you told me how to pronounce your name, and I don't have it pulled up in front of me. Um, and... Um, Actually, four. So we have four patrons, David and Wolf Runner. So four Ooh. new patrons. Nice. Awesome. So thank you, all of you guys. That is awesome. I think this is our largest patron growth growth week we've ever had. I don't think we've ever had Welcome four. to the club. Yeah. Yes. You're yeah. on your way to get a yeah, tattoo, please. Alan. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know. People heard that episode where it's like, get 100. Alan gets a tattoo live at Jordan Con. They're <laughs> on like, his left butt cheek. <laughs> and every, no, no. Uh, and every, everyone's. <laughs> I told my wife about it. She's like, you did what? You said what on your podcast? And I was like, <laughs> she's like, <laughs> I was like, I already have tattoos. She's like, yeah, but they're all sailing tattoos. You're going to get like a wheel of time. I was like, what does it matter? Don't, <laughs> don't hate on my tattoos. Um, <laughs> so, um, so, also, if you hear another well, voice, a, we do. Like, ha- tattoo of like the spray. Oh yeah, I can't get the spray, but it has to be sinking. Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't get a tattoo oh, of yeah. a floating boat. It has to be a sinking boat. That's old sailing legend lore. But anyway, um, so <laughs> if you hear a voice on us, and speaking of patrons, we have one of our patrons join us tonight. We have all the way from the future, um, Australia. Um, that would be definitely, definitely not Odin. Um, could be Odin. Hi. Definitely Maybe not. Odin. Definitely not definitely Odin. Not. Definitely not Odin. Oh, one hundred percent not. Yeah, completely. <laughs> My real name's uh, Bulverka, also Gagnarath. <laughs> Maybe Grimnir. Grimnir, yeah. yeah. All, the, all the suspicious, above. but still <laughs> definitely not. Never mind the spear, never mind the spear. Many people have lost an eye in their life. <laughs> I just happen to be one of them. Doesn't mean I'm like the god of war or anything. Exactly. Yeah. Just because you have a few no pet ravens. The two ravens. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he doesn't them. have a pair of ravens. Exactly. Yeah. How else do you get to spy on your neighbors? Hello. <laughs> it's the easiest way to do it. But you have ravens too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I keep owls. Oh, raven club. Owls. A whole a whole murder. <laughs> oh, nice. No ravens are not murders. That's crows. Yeah, it's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy or a parliament of ravens. Oh yes, a parliament of ravens. Oh, and it's a wake. A, it's a yeah. wake of vultures. I thought that was an interesting okay. one. It's Actually, a parliament. Is it a parliament? Yeah, it is a parliament. Or no, it's a congress oh. of owls, isn't it? Uh, isn't there one of them is a congress? Thing, um, so yeah, it might be actually of, um, ravens as well. 
there are a lot of ravens um, uh, around uh, South Australia, like particularly around uh, Adelaide. Um, and yeah, um, crows are a so many people. Congress. Yeah, so many people like um, just call them crows. That um, mm-hmm. like a lot of people here like really don't know <laughs> that they're actually <laughs> ravens, and so. Um, we have an Aussie Rules uh, uh, football team uh, called the Adelaide Crows, when, like, really, there are very few crows in Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. They fucked up. Hmm. That's but, yeah, cool. if you try to, like, tell, tell a Crows fan any of that, yeah, no, we have all these teams called <laughs> Wild Asses <laughs> and the Sabertooths. Those Sabertooth mm-hmm. guys, they're the real suckers. Those things have been extinct so you guys, for years. So you, guys, so you guys do have mascots down in Australia? I didn't know that. Uh, I thought it was just... Uh, yeah. I, I, um... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched yeah, Aussie like, League not... football a few times on TV when I was in Australia. And although it was a lot of fun to watch, I have no idea what was going on. Um it's like rugby, but like ten times worse <laughs> and yeah, like crazier. Um, <laughs> and all of a sudden, someone gets points, and, and I'm like, okay. We, uh, we have a nickname for it. <laughs> What's that? Like, yeah, uh, you you get a point for kicking a weird thing between sticks. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we call uh, like my family calls it uh, flail and scramble. Flail and scramble. Oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> a, that's a good one. That's a good one for it. Um, it's a it's a circular so, field too, right? Uh, it's rectangle. It's a circular field. Yeah, it's oval. field. Yeah, oval. Yeah, it's yes. just weird. Uh, it's different. It's sport. <laughs> Sports, yay! All right. Um, <laughs> did you know so, flamingos are called flamboyants? I did not know that. Did you know pelicans are squadrons? A squadron of pelicans. Oh. Mm. That's cool. <laughs> Pretty like dope. <laughs> We're so. This, welcome, welcome to bird talk. Um, yes. So, pelicans are taking over. All we're going to do is talk about different birds tonight. So, um, a, a, a flock of geese is called a gaggle. Can we talk about boobies? Um, yes. Yeah, uh, yes, we can. Blue footed <laughs> boobies are dumbest things I've ever Delicious. met. Delicious. Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, also, we did a giveaway last week. So, let's get back into that. Um, we were giving away a t shirt on Twitter, and Susie. Haim won. Um, so, Susie, congratulations. You won a t-shirt. I'll uh, slide nice. into those DMs nice. and send you something, Sim. Um, and then as far as next slide week goes, we, we might have a guest. I don't know. I, I, I don't really have one scheduled, but we still need to make up for another guest that we never had. So, maybe a guest. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. It's a shmaybe. Line them up so I can cancel on them again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Oh, you're gonna have to do your promises. And then, uh, as far as other things going on, um, personal life. Um, so like, I've been so behind on everything. I scrambled to get my last, the last episode last night edited and out because honestly, after that trailer dropped, I don't know if you guys, I know you two saw it. I know, I know all of you guys seen the trailer at this point. It was so sexy. Oh, yeah. It was great. It was so good. Um, I spent I hours party. watching reaction videos and rewatching the video over and over and over again. Um, so I kind of got behind everything. And then plus we had like a bunch of birthday parties to go to for my kids, like kids' birthday parties, not, not fun ones, like little, little, kid birthday parties which were fun in there i guess where i just 
yeah, follow the kids right. around, make sure they don't kill each other. And that was pretty much my weekend was following around kids and watching real time trailer videos. <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> yeah. How about you guys? What's what, what what Ian? Anything new in your world? I saw some cool boat pictures. Oh yeah. So after last recording, uh, which was like just in the moment a a down point. So it's a little Debbie Downer ish. Uh, things have some things have worked out for the better, which is good. Uh, bought a house. And that was part of what I was stressing over. There were some last-minute hiccups. Oh, my goodness. Like, so if you ever bought a house, at least in the States, it's not like, you know, if you're financing it, it's not like it happens overnight. Like, 30 days is pretty fast. And we ended up closing in 32 days, which is still pretty fast. Wow. But the whole time, everything's fine. And then we're three days out, and it got caught up in underwriting. There was some debate over a single word. um, And... Their first response, the thing I got from the underwriter was just straight up, oh, nope, sorry, we can't do it. See if you can find somebody else. I'm like, bro, we close in two days, three days. <laughs> that's not that's not the answer here. But we worked it out. Actually had to bust out Webster's Dictionary, get on the phone with some lawyers. Uh, they just said, fuck it, and gave me, gave me the money. So <laughs> I'm a homeowner again. <laughs> um, so that's good. And then, Does it work that way all the time? <laughs> Can I just get some no, money? I got, I got very lucky. Uh, dictionary? <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. And then Labor Day weekend, spent it out on the river. Uh, Meredith came. It was fantastic. Uh, the only one of my kids that came was Ryder, which was great. Um, you know, I love the, the younger ones, but when you have the littles around, they take a whole lot of attention. Whereas, like, Ryder, as long as he knows where the food is and, he, you know, he can wipe his own butt, he's 16. So... <laughs> I don't have to, like, manage him as much. So he just went and had a good time. Um, It was more of an adult-feeling kind of weekend. It was great. Loved it. So you're telling me my my son's three and a half right now, so I only have a few, like, a decade left before I can stop wiping butts? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because even when you get past the regular wipings, you still have the uh uh-ohs for a few more years after that, you know. (laughs) It happens. God, if he turns out to be lactose intolerant, you might have a lot of cleanups on your hands. (laughs) There's a family picture of us, and I I should I might actually edit this out. I might leave it in because my brother, my other brother, doesn't listen to this podcast. One of them does, but the one that doesn't, it's about him. We took a family trip to the Grand Canyon um, when we were in high school, and he's lactose intolerant, and he um, had some ice cream. Uh, We stopped and got some ice cream on the way, and. Uh, walking up to the canyon, he definitely um, had a, had an accident. Now, granted, he's probably like 13, 14 years old at this point. It's just that it was a long hike, and he didn't want to tell anybody. So we took the family picture, and like everybody's face is like smiling, all happy, and then he has this like this like really discerning look on his face. And we found out after the picture was taken that he had crapped himself and was like <laughs> taking family photos. Like I don't want to tell anybody. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, so lactose intolerance is a real thing. Um, Chris, what about you? What's going on? Uh, so I made a trip to Virginia this past weekend. Horrible idea if I had known that, you know, my kids had COVID because I did the, the family thing ish. I came up specifically for one friend who had a birthday, um, literally told nobody else was coming. I was like, this weekend is completely dedicated to you. You guys knew, but weekend is completely dedicated to you. Got there, had a good time. Um, Friday, like, throughout the day and then like friday evening it took a turn for worse i spent my entire from like five o'clock until midnight in the bathroom and then sunday morning was you know rough just tired fatigued Mm. and then 
you know, we came home Sunday evening. Monday, spent the day just, like, zonked out. And, like, okay, allergies are picking back up. Weather's changing. But, no, now Chanel's sick, too. So, ah, that was that was the weekend. Hmm. You know, the week was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, had my kids. You know, they're all I think it's still recording me. Full of I germs and disease. You all. You and just they're bringing it to me. And, can't hear me. You know, it's the teacher life. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sounds good. Anything from you, Noden? Uh, anything going on in Australia? Um, and, and uh, Australia, it's probably plenty, but uh, <laughs> 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 over in my life, it's just been old, same old, same old. Sitting in front of the uh, wall, staring at it, waiting for the paint to dry. Though, okay. um, in news that probably nobody cares about. Um, <laughs> you never know. Um, I bought a record, and it turned out to be green. Okay. <laughs> That's a, that's the most interesting thing that's happened. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, so let's move right into predictions. So uh, one prediction, this is from a while ago, but since we're talking about this week, Tom is Elaine's dad. That was a prediction. Um, can't remember who did that. Uh, the peddlers that we met last week, uh, they might be forsaken or at least dark friends. Um, one, uh, one, one prediction that Ian made several times last week was, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> Son of a gun. Let's not bring that up anymore. And then Just prediction number four is after about I mean, three drinks, Alan cannot pr- pronounce the word horror. <laughs> That's a little bit better there. Yeah, if you're going to use it, do it early in the episode. Yeah, do it early because otherwise it just turns into whores. But so, <laughs> horror, horror, the horror, the humanity. Oh, the humanity. Anyway. This is the um, advantage of non rhotic accents. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's move right into this chapter. Chapter 38, Hidden Faces. Um, yeah, we got that, that chapter simple with uh, the dark and the light heads looking at each other. So what do you guys think? I think we're going to see some good guys and some bad guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they're going to be close to each other, looking at each other. Looking at each other, yeah. We've seen this chapter icon dark before. Dark faces in the light, light faces in the dark. Yeah, got a lot of exactly shady yeah. shit going on. Shady shit. That's what this chapter icon means. Shady shit. Yeah. All right. I so we start with faces involved. Yeah, uh, we start in Eggy and it's uh, point of view. Uh, she's a Shanchen. I believe we've we've met her. I think it was in the Great Hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an okay hunt. Yeah. It was um, yeah. So she, it back. wasn't the great. It wasn't the Great Hunt. Um, that she was the one who captured Bale Doman's ship. She was the ship captain who who captured Bale Doman's ship. So that's where we met her. If you She's remember when he was, yeah, yeah. So we're in um, the setting is we're in the Garden of the Silver Breezes in Tanchico. Um, great beaches there, by the way. Fantastic beaches. Great so um, good for tanning. Um, so. Um, and she's meeting with Florin Gelb, which, Chris, do you remember Florin Gelb? No, I don't. <laughs> so, I don't, I didn't think you would. Uh, I told Ian before you came on. Um, so, Gelb was in book one. Um, if you remember when Rand was leaving Shatter Logoth and him and Tom and Matt were running to the Bell Doman's boat and they jumped on and they jumped on a guy and the guy was like an asshole oh, to them the entire yeah. way down, that was Florin Gelb. Gotcha. So, the super minor character that you shouldn't remember anyway. Shows back up I again. Recognize, I recognized the name, but I couldn't place it. I knew he wasn't associated with the Sean Chan before. I was like, eh, yeah. I don't 
don't know, but I, I didn't know. Yeah. So he wasn't associated with the Sean Chan. He was with Bale Devins, but he got kicked off in the White Bridge. And now he's in Tanchico. And apparently he's working for the Sean Chan, collecting, um, you know, um, Adem, Adems, uh, the, the, the leash collar yeah. things for Egyan. Um, and also looking for women to. Um, to he's not supposed to capture them. He's just supposed to let them know yeah. if he finds them. He made he made that mistake of capturing one, which wasn't one, but almost looked like one, and then they had to kill her because can't let her talk. Yeah. yeah. So this is where we start. Slaves. So what do you guys think about all this? Like this, uh, uh, I know we talk about the the, the covert Sean uh, Chan versus like a very interesting place, mm-hmm. full of shysters and and sly foxes and desperate people and money makers and opportunists and. Like if I were to imagine a Vegas, this would be like Vegas. I don't know. Never yeah, and there yeah. seems to be a government, but the government isn't really doing much to help the people. There's a king, but it's not like the king's getting out to help the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you want to survive, if you want to thrive, like Bale Doman is, you know, you got to pay your bribes, and um, that seems to be the way to get things done here. It's a famous and like every island. there's a th- there's a threat to everybody with money or wealth. You got to travel around with protection. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, interesting. Ha. Mm. Huh. Yes. <laughs> so it's a good plan. <laughs> Better safe than sorry. Better safe. Always. Yeah. Sometimes. I'll say I started this chapter with little to no faith in Robert Jordan. This is one of the first times, like right off the bat, he just disappointed me. Other than chapter titles of choices this was this first <laughs> sentence was just really horrible the garden of silver breezes well not really a garden at all huge wine shop <laughs> and actually really really too large to be called a, a wine shop atop a hill it well it's not really a hill more like a bump in the road <laughs> and it's centered on the calpin well it's not really in the center it's really way off to the right but we call it the center because everybody walks by it and then um you know i just don't know how to write this sentence <laughs> <laughs> I was like, great, where are we going? If you don't know, if you, the author, don't know where we're going with this, I also don't know where we're going. It's... Gotcha. And then we also see our our, our, uh, our favorite ship captain, Bill Doman, as well in this opening scene. I do be I Bill do Doman. He do be the best. Yeah. yeah. Doobie, doobie, doobie. And I, I love how Bill Doman, everybody else is like, hey, let's do some CYA. Let's get some protection on us. You know, I need some guards following me around. Bill Doman's like, shit, I got 20 ships. I'm making profits. I'm just slinging coin at everybody. I can do what I want. And this is the most gangster shit I've ever done. I love this place. And the girls are like, should you be like shouting that stuff out here? He's like, shit, I paid them all off. See that guy over there? I paid him. See him? Pay him. I paid his kid the other day. I pay everybody up here. They ain't gonna touch me. 40 pages ahead. (laughs) Oh, yeah, sorry. My bad. It's I'm okay. like, I remember listening to this and glimpsing at it, but it happened a lot later on. But I thought the same thing. I was like, "Look, mm, we'll go ahead and they jump back." Yeah, yeah and, and is yeah. a G. Yeah, like empire status. There you go. <laughs> He's ghost yeah, so, of Tanchico. So, Florin Gelb just can't get anything right as well. That's one thing I wanted to point out. You know, obviously he was kicked off of Bill Doman's ship uh, for not getting anything right. And yeah. now he's in Tanchico still effing up everywhere. Your and boy's like, they're like, yeah, sure. There's been a few um, mistakes, but but don't kill me. Like, I got you. Like, I'm looking for the I women. I, I'm finding your, your necklace thingies that you want. Like, I don't know what they do, but I'm finding yeah. them. 
I find them. <laughs> but yeah. better than that, it's like, yeah, don't kill me because I'm effing up. By the way, I think I can do it. I just need more money. Yeah. <laughs> like he screwed up to the point they could have whacked him and he went in there asking for more money. He's got a little bold. bit of respect for this guy. Yeah, I'm like, okay. Yeah, well, that's I wouldn't want him working for me, but props. He's got Yeah. You know, it's like that Wait, one contractor that you find on the side of the road. It's like we'll work for for a little and then he's like, Hey, I need money to buy materials. So you give him a little bit to buy materials. I got to pay my guys a little something, so you give him a little bit more, and he does a little bit of work, and he's like, you know, those materials, we use a little bit more than we thought, you know, you always got to have some wiggle room, <laughs> some more money would be great, you give him a little bit more, my guys haven't been paid in two weeks, you give him a little bit more, and it's like, this project was a week-long project, and we've been going for a month. And, and, and you've already paid <laughs> three times as much if you'd have just gone with, you know, the mid-range contract. And the project's half-assed done. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way. <laughs> yeah. Anything else from this little scene before we switch over to uh, Jacob Carradine? Well, I want to know why she's collecting. Okay. Like, mm. is she collecting because she made a mistake and she's making up for it? Is she collecting because the Sean Chen are kind of, you know, dispersed and, you know, trying to recover? Or is she kind of going rogue and on her own like, with a group of people? Like, what's... What's going on like, here? An angle, like, well, more of a theory that I um, don't think a lot of people talk about is maybe the collector's items. You know, you mm. could make a lot of money off them. Mm-hmm. Like, I think right that's it. Yeah. And, and the yeah. girls, too, they're probably good collector's items, too. They can do all sorts of tricks. Yeah. Well, yeah, moving on. So, yeah. <laughs> when, uh, <laughs> when, they, uh, when the Sean Chan showed up before, uh, that was on Toman Head? Yes. Palma? Right. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. So they were very overt, out in the open. We're here. We're back, punks. Say our oaths. Yeah. Yeah. What's our oaths? Remember, we used to talk to or teach you back in the day. We're in charge. Bam. And then they got shellacked. Um, <laughs> and now they're back in the story again, but it's, it's the exact opposite. They're very covert. They're mm-hmm. hiding their existence there, um, trying not to be seen. They're secretly collecting these things. They're hiring people like Gelb instead of using their own people. They're hiring Gelb to go around and find these things for him so i, yeah, I don't know I think, why but their well, strategy I mean, is very different think about it i mean if they came with shock and all and then they failed um because that's what they came in first time with shock and all i mean come in with a major major force and just bulldoze their way in and then they get kicked out i mean if you still want the prize and still want to come in that's when you start seeing block ops you start to I mean, you used to work in civil affairs you know how this works yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you start sending a black ops you start sending covert you know and, making connections right? start to like work your way into the system and figure out where the weaknesses are before sending the force back in. They came in blind the first time and they were successful at first until they weren't. Now they, yeah, I think this is a, a legit military strategy. I mean, you would come back I, in covertly this time. I'm like, It is. And it's not that I want to say I got the impression they were stupid. I just got the impression that with their whole prophecies and everything that they were so full of themselves, like, I just I didn't take them as the group of people that would regroup and come up with a strategy like this. I feel like they would just keep slinging the hammer, smashing heads until they won. So I don't yeah. know. Good for them, I guess. Yeah, it might be smart. It might not. We'll see if it pays off. <laughs> and you know, as she's leaving, she does see Jacob Carradine, uh walk by or enter into the palace as well, and then we switch over to Carradine's point of view. Okay. Um, that threw me off yeah. listening to it to go. To change the sexes in the middle of the chapter, 
I don't know yeah. that we've had many that did that. Yeah, where it changed from a female to a male perspective. Yeah. Exactly. And I was like, okay, well, this is new and interesting. And why are these people even coming back up? Like, we're so far into this mm-hmm. book now. And now yeah. you want to reintroduce people? Like, can you wait till the next book? You wrote 14 of them. Like, give me a break. Let me finish something here. I like to feel and a sense of accomplishment. Again. So we, we definitely find out later who Jake and Carradine is confirmed. Oh. Um, but we already found this out earlier. If you guys remember, he was the one in yeah. charge of the white cloaks on um, uh, that were um, kind of like, was it the questioners in the great hunt that he was leading? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. over, yes. um, yeah. And I think in also the dragon reborn, he was kind of in charge of the forces down there. Um, and now he's over here in Tanchico and he's meeting with the King and all the noblemen. He gets around trying to, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's, yeah, yeah, this is where we go in the scene. He's meeting with all the noblemen, uh, from Terabon, including the King. Um, and all of them are wearing masks. Um, and yeah, let's Being start there. And, and all of it, he's getting, messages that family members are getting skinned alive and carried mm-hmm. off by Merdrill and mm-hmm. all this other stuff. So bit by bit, his family's just getting diced up. Yep. Yeah. Cause that was one thing he thinks is like shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, cause the, Mer- the Merdrill had told him, you know, when they had, when at the dark fun social, to go through. <laughs> yeah, the dark fun social, the Merdrill had told him at the end when they met with him one-on-one is like, you know, you have to go do this stuff. And if you don't, if you fail me, we're going to start off in your family. Uh, and they're keeping true to their word. <laughs> so. It's like, and like the most regard he has for like any of his family members, his family members, and in, like instead of you know mourning them properly, like as you do, like feeling any sort of bad emotions, he's just like, oh yeah, hope it was a quick death. Yeah. Hope yeah, I'm, uh, I'm closer to getting fucked, though. That's the real problem. <laughs> he is definitely yeah, more worried about himself. That's when I read it, it was like, he, he did at least hope for pity on his sister. Like, two whole months is a long time to be held by the Merdrill. Hopefully they didn't yeah. cling to life very long. You're right, it was very messed it's, up. But at the same yeah. time, he, he understood the severity of the problem he caused. At least there's that, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm not giving it to him. No. Like, let's not really <laughs> 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 another fucking human being. <laughs> but then he's sitting here, like, wheeling and dealing with the High Lords. Like, what can I do? Oh, what was me? Mm-hmm. I'm closer to dead. Oh, yeah, my sister's uh, uh, subjected to a fate worse than death. Yeah. Who cares? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Move on, and, and and the reason why he's here is they're trying to he's he's trying to politic his way uh, for on the behalf of the White Cloaks. Uh, they're trying to I guess inv- uh, Lord Captain Commander uh, Pedro Nile is trying to basically secure the Panarch that they want. So you have a king and then you have a Panarch, um, and we talked about that earlier um, in a previous chapter when I guess Egwene went there in her dreams. Uh, the structure of Tanchika's government. Um, kind of like a, a, you know, I, I would attest to it to like a prime minister and a king, um, where you maybe a British type thing where you have a royalty house and then um, like a parliament with get like yeah. like head of state or representative of the state and head right. of the actual maybe not so much is. elected but still yeah two different factions that rule over in different types of ways. Yeah. So yeah, he's trying to definitely um, make sure the right person that they want is in there. Hmm. 
So um, after he returns from his residence, uh, Jacob, Jacob then finds our, uh, uh, I wouldn't say friend at this point, Leandrin. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she's waiting for him um, with some orders, um, basically saying that... Well, I mean, we can't skip over the conversation okay. that they had. Because okay. quite literally, he is positioning himself in the white cloaks to be in the favor of the king. Mm-hmm. Like he wants to ensure that the white cloaks have some leverage here, and the king clearly needs him to clear out some riffraff that he himself cannot handle, so that there's you know some type of stability to the power that they hold. And mm-hmm. he's like, you know, we can't get directly involved, but we can kind of get involved if we can do a little bit of this and do a little bit of that. So we'll take care of it for you. So it's like, what, mm-hmm. what is the objective of the White Cloaks here in actuality is really the question. It's like, here they're supposed to be battling dark friends. Like, that's all we've heard. And now he's kind of just like wheeling and dealing with the common king, mm-hmm. if you call kings common. Yeah. So what's, what's the why? What's the purpose? I mean, I think he's working two different angles. I mean, he's working for the, for the dark friends for the shadow, but then he also still works for the White Cloaks. So he's a double agent. So he has to play both, both sides. Yeah, but what good does it do the the dark friends to hold Tanchico? I mean, the place is spoiled and rotten anyway. Like, I'm sure they could sweep in and take it at any time. Good question. What's what's so important about Tanchico? Great beaches. Uh, oh. <laughs> good vacation. Spot. Damn it! Got you. Got that. Everybody <laughs> needs a good vacation spot. They have gardens that aren't well. They're not really gardens. Um, <laughs> like a shop, well, it's kind of too big for a shop, really. Shop, when you think yeah. about it, and I just—it's hard to—it's hard to explain, it's ca- Chris. You're kind of on a hill, questions. but it's not yeah. really a hole. Not really, hill. just yeah. off center, yeah. center right. Under so, yeah, hills and under hills, my sentence has led. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Who's like Boris? Yeah. How you doing, bro? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She comes in and says, <laughs> "Yeah, you can call yourself whatever you want." Yeah, I know you used to call yourself Boris, but yeah, so. Out, yeah, like, but that name bores me. <laughs> Ooh, <ba-doom>. <laughs> <laughs> Dead jokes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it's going to be here all night. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, Jacob finds Leandrin. He's terrified because he thinks Leandrin's there to um, uh, to off him for not completing his mission. Um, and oh no, I ran out of cousins! No! <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he's, he's pleading really for his life yeah yeah he's pleading for his life and um and she's like no i got a mission for you um yeah i want you to go to the patriarch's palace and send the patriarch's legion away and take pretty much take it over um for, you know and hold it until we come so what do you think about this whole interaction with leandrin i mean obviously she's working her own angle and i know we have a lot of these angles here that are really really just starting and it's kind of out of left field. And this is really a bridge chapter if you haven't catched, <laughs> but there might be some important yeah. things in here. It's, it's a lot of interesting angles. Like, uh, well, it's like interesting that there's so many angles, dark friends angles being angles. worked. I mean, Boris is still technically a dark friend. Mm-hmm. You've got our forsaken working their angle. You got our black Aja working their angle. Like you would think that they would, like get together and do some stuff like as a conglomerate and really work to take over the world but they're all split into their own factions hardcore and it's like how do you expect to succeed in you know taking over the world for the dark one 
when you guys all have your own individual ambitions, it's just not going to occur. Yeah, I mean, it was over a book ago where I was like, wow, the the dark friends, they seem to have their shit together. Yeah, I remember that. The so-called good people are scrambling. But now we're finding out, like, there's all these factions working against each other on the dark friend side, if you will, or for the different Forsaken. And now I'm wondering, I mean, did they have... So the dark friend social was put together by Ballsy, right? Uh, but then we have like this merge role given maybe a side quest to the man who calls himself Bors at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, that doesn't really match up with what we find out the Black Aja's mission is. Mm-hmm. Like the Black Aja want to you know bind him, control him, not kill him. Mm-hmm. So, but we also know there were some Aja or some Aes Sedai that were the Dark Friend social. So, like, where are the Black Aja really getting their orders from? Uh, is it as a result of some of them attending the, the Dark Friend Social, or is that totally separate from Your what fiance. these... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was that... Yeah. The... The merge role that talked to Boris at the end or whatever, was that one that we already know that the, the different merge role and um, Trollocs could be controlled by different Forsaken? Um, remember when oh. Lanfear supposedly helped ran out? Or there were the, the there were the Trollocs that were fighting each other when they were at Tyr? Yeah. So, like, who's but pulling like, whose strings? I, I, I asked the question. I know you're not going to give us the answer, but this is, this is where I'm at now. Yes, I think it should be noted that uh, that Meldrill has a name, and his name is Ricardo, mm-hmm. and everyone should oh, Ricardo. respect Ricardo. Right, mm-hmm. Capillar. Yeah, mm-hmm. usually wears so- wears sunglasses, but like for some reason in that scene, like nah. Yeah, yeah, chose not to. Chose not to. She, yeah. she calls. He only, he only wears them at night. Do you remember? Oh yeah, to keep the visions in his mind. With balls and mouth himself appeared, mm-hmm. and shows us <laughs> the faces of Matt, Perrin, and Rand. Mm-hmm. She practically mm-hmm. spat the names. You see, I know who you are. Yes, you pledge your soul to the great lord of the dark, Boars. So, like the great lord of the dark, when is he going to make his big appearance? Hmm. Or she? Well, like, technically, he has with his little Michael Bublé's bubbles. Michael Bubbles. <laughs> well, those are like farts. Yeah, so, those, are, those anyway. are dark one farts. Uh, but he's yeah, he's he's, he's, he's yeah. still sealed away. I the mean, he's one. not out out yet. He's still the seals are not all been broken. How far are we from that too? Like we keep forgetting the seals. Well, we're on book four. Good lord! Can I say it, Alan? Alan, can I say it? You can say it. You can say it. You can say it. Raffle. We still have ten flipping books to go. That was just mean. Ten books. Ten. I forget, like, I books. literally, I'm at a point, I know we're going to get off topic, but I'm at a point where I forgot what book we're in, in the sense of, like, one, two, three, four, so on and so forth. I'm just like, yeah, we're reading a book. <laughs> There's we ain't even in the middle yet. We're in like, there. You, mm-hmm. uh, you get to the end and you realize that um, uh, the Dark One isn't, in fact, the Dark One. He is, in fact, Rick Astley. Uh, doing his little Never dance, <laughs> and the whole series has just been one giant Rick and roll. Rick roll. Oh yes. No <laughs> wonder he died. Early. Then Ren's just like, "You fucking serious? You fucking serious? All this build up? All a dream." Tam time travels right next to him, goes, and he just comes out laughing at him. Got you, good sucker. Ah, Dad, I knew it. Never gonna pick oh, yeah, got me going with that one. Oh. Oh. 
So anything else from this scene before we move to back to a female point of view, Leandrin? Well, I, she goes, you know, and the idea of making him her new lap dog. She's really oh, yeah. just as much trying to get information from him as she is trying to bend him to her will. She realizes that he's cowardly. She realizes that he's easily manipulated because he's between a rock and a hard place. Like he's like on edge with the dark Lord. And he's also on the edge with the white cloaks. He is really on a fine line and too much one way or the other. And he's done for, I mean, and then mm-hmm. she offers him a gift, which is protection that she yeah. didn't even know he needed in the beginning. Right. He literally handed her the tool to enslave him by opening his mouth too much. Had he kept his mouth shut and just allowed a conversation to happen and flow naturally and not allowing his fears to kind of overwhelm the situation, he may have found out more about what was going on, maybe even made out better off than what he did. So, yeah, that whole yep. listen. You never yep. re- reveal new information. You let the other person talk. Yeah. You make it sound like you know what you're talking about by essentially repeating back information they've already given you, but you don't mm-hmm. reveal new stuff. He who talks first loses. Ask good questions. Yeah. 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 The power of silence. Um, that's one thing that my, my, my father was always really good at is just being really, really quiet until you start just giving away too much. Um, and he, he always, and I've never been able to learn that lesson from him, even though he's told me a million times, like how powerful just not talking is, um, cause it makes people uncomfortable and then they'll, they'll try to fill the gap with just talking. <laughs> so they'll sometimes tell you everything. Actually, yeah. I'll tell you everything. Um, that's why I make people like uncomfortable. I just, just don't say anything. Um, yeah. so, um, I mean the yeah. bug eyes thing kind of like doesn't help. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's just my resting place. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, see. Yeah. see. Yeah. Uh, and th- so then we switch to Leandrin. Um, and following her meeting with Keridan, she goes back uh, to meet with the rest of the sisters. Um, she enters in a merchant house, and there's eleven Black Aja sisters that are staying there. Um, and yeah, she goes and talks to them. So let's talk about this scene. It's a scene. It's a scene. Precisely. So I- I kind of zipped through it, but obviously the big thing that stood out to me was the, oh, and it's kind of funny. He was talking about, like, his mission to kill Rand, mm-hmm. uh, and that's not what we're doing. So, I don't know. I try to fix that, but mm-hmm. that's interesting that he had a different mission. I mean, and they're significantly different. Right. We we definitely learn a little bit more about Leandrin, and we learn that, you know, we know that she comes from little to nothing, but she wants more. So mm-hmm. she has the idea that he's going to help her get the palace that they will then take hold of. So they're planning on hunkering down in Tanchico for quite a while. These 11 they women. Are. 15 mm-hmm. total, right? So it's like... 13. 13. 13. Total, Sorry, 13. Yeah. So if, if the 13 like are going to hunker down in Tanchico, then maybe the assumption is, is that Rand's going to be headed there for some reason. Because yep. they need Rand. That he's yeah. ultimately their objective. So, um, and they're yeah, and they're searching for a way to control Rand. That's their mm-hmm. that's their mission. And so, I guess the other side of that is like there must be numerous Ta'angriol and such here, or they're looking for documentation on how to use the ones that they have now. Mm-hmm. Any predictions on that? 
part of me wonders whether or not like our old 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 treasure trove of uh Angrel and Tangrel from the future past ended up in Tanchico somehow. Hmm. We do know that when Egwene went to the the uh the Panarch's palace in the dream there was a bunch of stuff um that she saw that were Tangrel and she touched one member and it like shocked her and she's like what am i doing like that's stupid like i shouldn't touch things in the dream that i don't know what they are and right. this was a couple this was many many chapters ago actually probably was only a few chapters ago just that we go at such a slow pace this was mm-hmm. many 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 good <laughs> for us so landron here talks about how they were instructed to take a bunch of these when they left tarvalon uh mm-hmm. but they didn't know what half of them were and i assume they still don't know what much of them are so again who's really pulling their strings yeah, the black rod that and like shoots bale fire. <laughs> right, the bale fire black rod. That's pretty yeah. cool. Like, you instead of just straight up finger blasting, there's a rod that you can yeah. blast with. Yeah, yeah. black rod. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got to power. You got to hold down with two hands and things like. <laughs> so I, I wonder if it has like different settings. Like, can you can you do just a little bit of blasting with it? Like just to. Can anybody find like once you so turn it on, it's like full power. Bends you out of the pen. Can, 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 can we buy the yeah. black rod Tangrail online? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna check my credit card statement down and see what you're buying online. There's no send, mailing. Send it to Ian's any mom sort of ride with love. To my mother. <laughs> <laughs> you jerk. Uh, so the closest thing would be like uh, one of those flamethrowers that like Elon oh, yeah. Musk produced. Oh yeah, yeah, there yeah. you go. That's actually kind of cool. Like it burns you, but not quite out of the pattern. Just like a lot more slowly. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It burns you. I prefer it to be. Instant, you have time for like a dramatic like exit. Like oh no, it got me. Oh. <laughs> Tell my sister oh. I loved her. Oh, wait, no, she died first. That's right. Mm. <laughs> uh, uh, was it too painful? Well, I'm still kind of fading. I've ran out of things to say. This mm. is awkward. Uh, you put so the camera at somebody else? I got one I got of those situations I'm, where I'm I thinking, think... like, I think, I'm thinking of, like, uh, the Black and Shadow sister, like, pointing the road at, like, some innocent bystander and um, trying to figure out how it works. And, mm-hmm. like, meanwhile, like the innocent bystanders just screaming like no <laughs> for, for like, like five minutes <laughs> full-on austin powers style and then quick, to, yeah, quick yeah, montage and... of like all this <laughs> camera goes family. back and forth <laughs> eventually <coughs> like she shakes, shakes it and taps it on the ground like this is not working <laughs> and it goes off and shoots the wrong person she's like oh whoops yeah. oh no yeah. like yeah oh, well. She she like tries to look at the uh, firing end of it, and like <laughs> yeah, right. Zaps herself. Stop that in the barrel. <laughs> I think it's a little for, for, for some, some reason, it just reminded me of that scene from The Dark Knight where uh, Heath Ledger's Joker comes out of the hospital and he clicks the clicker and it doesn't blow yeah. up and sits there and just keeps on clicking it again and again. And finally, <laughs> goes, yeah, yeah, finally blows up. Um, like which that. actually fun fact about that, that was actually improv because they was supposed to go off right away when he hits the button and it actually was delayed explosion. And he just improv the whole thing with like, <laughs> um, that was actually not supposed to happen. They kept it cause it was so hilarious, mm-hmm. um, but it was That's not cool. what was actually written. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, actually that was, um, uh, 
they only had one take. Yeah, because like, they had to blow up entire. Such a, yeah, <laughs> big old reset. building that they were fucking <laughs> blowing yeah. up for this film. Wait, cut, redo it. They, cut, <laughs> they can't yeah. exactly just like, go, mm-hmm. oh, fuck, we fucked it up and like rebuild the entire like building. <laughs> yeah. So spoilers yeah. for, Bla- for for Dark Knight, guys. Yeah, Sorry if you haven't seen, seen the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever watched that's a movie? That's a bit where a thing happens. <laughs> Have you watched a movie that's like just so bad and horrible sets and everything, and then finally at the end there's this massive explosion, and then you're like, that's where the money went. Okay. <laughs> I, I was wondering why this was um, so shitty, but that was a $1.2 million explosion, and yeah. I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Actually, it's like I any, watched, any um, Fast and Furious movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I watched um, a movie, uh, Hackers, uh, last oh, night, and I still, oh, I'm still yeah. trying to figure out where the budget went. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> uh, Pretty much. Anyways. While the producer's sitting back with uh, something to drink on Tanchico and better spot mm-hmm. than Leandrin, because Leandrin's being treated less than, in her opinion. Mm-hmm. By yep. those in the building that she's staying yep. in, because she's like, y'all know the fuck I am, but you will know. Best respect. Enough. You're Best not respect treating me that. like literal god. <laughs> How dare you do know who I am? Yeah. So oh, this one can love me in despair. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how we end Leandrin's point of view, uh, with her just kind of, you know, charging them to go find some way to control Rand. Um, Anything else from that before we switch over to Aginan? Back back to Aginan? I felt bad for the one dark Aginan. friend who was just being picked at and picked at. It's like, I want more information. What did you learn? Get your head out the book. Go find something yeah. for me. Like, She's a brown sister. Yeah, she shouldn't be a part of the group. Like, she's a poor, poor girl. Like, you know, you, you can't help but feel bad for her. Like, you realize that she's the, the beat, the one that gets beat on. Like... I just I felt bad for her, even though she's a dark friend. Should I feel that way? I felt so mm-hmm. confused having those emotions towards somebody who I know purposely for sal uh, for sal <laughs> for sook her vows to go off with these other women and do horrible mm-hmm. things. But like do we really know they're horrible? How do we know we're not looking at the point of view of the bad guys thinking they're good? Maybe the black Aja. Really aren't that bad. Didn't get have you ever done a group project before? I mean, there's always that one person in the group that just uh, <laughs> You say this, but I was that guy. <laughs> Look, yeah, I didn't like, actually do any of the like work, the, but I'm a uh, I'm a people person. The note taker has to talk to the, the group artist, but they're not good at talking. So I take the notes from the note taker and I give them to the to the artist for the for the backboard. Well, I gotta ask, why can't the note taker just take the notes directly to the artist? Because <laughs> they're not people. Oh, person. Person. I'm a people person. Uh, God damn it! Why aren't you listening to me? Uh, <laughs> Sorry, uh, that's another great movie. Um, so I do got a little something. All right, I'm gonna hit you in the okay. reels. All right. Who was okay. it not that long ago? I think it was one of our dreaming ladies oh, that came no, up on this necklace thingy. Tongue real, similar mm-hmm. to like the necklace thingy in description that was slapped on all the women. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's right, yeah. That's that's what they're looking for, but they're looking for the one that can go on a man. Mm-hmm. And that's here in Tanchico. Mm-hmm. That's what they're searching for. Well, they think it's in Tanchico. They think so. That's what they're looking for. Yeah. Yep. We we called that I don't know how many episodes ago, so no surprise, no surprise. Yep, we did call that in a dream. 
Um, yep. There was and, a dream sequence. They, they're, they're hinting at that um, at the end of this Leandrin section, like, all right, Balefire doesn't matter because we're going to control the dragon, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Have you found anything new, any new news on finding what we're actually here to seek? So they're not relying on what they already brought with them. There's something else they're searching for, mm-hmm. and it's focused on, you know, a means to control the dragon. So it's one of them necklace thingamabobbers for men. And there you go. We, like, and at this point, we know that they still haven't found what, what they're, they're looking for. Looking for. <laughs> we still haven't <laughs> found, haven't found what we're looking, looking for. <laughs> I would like to sincerely apologize to the audience for uh, destroying the ears so severely. Uh, all right, so are we ready to switch back to Aginan? Sure. All right, what they need to learn, though, hold on. What mm-hmm. they need to learn, though, is that uh, you, can't, you can't always get what you want, but... But if you try sometimes. If you try sometimes, you just might find... You get what you need. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, sorry. <laughs> okay, so... Again, she walks into her house and is confronted by an intruder who's carrying a hidden mini crossbow, which I always think is like a little tiny, like, crossbow. Uh, I think of, like, uh, Men in Black, the, the cricket. The little tiny gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but lots of power. Um yeah, uh, and the intruder shows a token, the tattoos, and they finds that they're a seeker, which this is like a new type of character that we've... So we're learning a little bit more about Shanchan here. Yeah, um, I love the seeker, like, um, just as a piece of world building, because um, not many people are, like, fast enough to catch that little uh, golden ball with wings. Like, well, Harry Potter did it a lot at a very young age. He was the youngest <laughs> seeker ever. Yeah, that's what you call a child prodigy, though. But, like, yeah, uh, this right. guy is... Like, he would absolutely stomp Harry because yeah. like no. damn he's been at it for years no way can, can beat Harry like, yeah I was having this debate earlier with somebody about like who the most powerful Jedi ever was and people are talking like well Luke Skywalker Luke Skywalker well he had very little formal training so and it's not that he wasn't awesome but now you're just comparing like let's say you compare him to Ahsoka Tano who was trained by arguably one of the best um, and surrounded by all of the great masters uh, and was very wise to leave the Jedi order and, you know, continued on her own way. And she just so freaking amazing. So you have experience versus just raw power and which one wins in the end. I, mean, I don't know. Like a lot of times experience comes out on top, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, a, yeah. it's like, it's but like taking also... a bodybuilder and having them go fight like the top, heavyweight MMA champion right now. I mean, my money's on the MMA champion. I don't care how much bodybuilder can bench press or how much weight he can throw around, you know? But here's the thing. Luke Skywalker was a protagonist, therefore he's by default the best. The plot armor is... I'm still convinced he's the bad guy. Right? I think he's the bad guy. I think he is a character that does things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he moves the story along. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, he's self-taught, man. He's self-taught. Like, he built himself. You can make the argument that he killed Yoda. Hmm? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yoda was hanging that on for the next big badass. thing. Luke, seeing... Luke showed up. Yoda was all disappointed and be like, no, no, you suck at this, you do. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then finally, when Luke leaves, he's like, man, this 
I don't even know why I stayed alive this long. There's no hope now. This guy is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't you think yeah. if he had faith in Luke, he'd be like, I got to stay alive and see how this ends up? No. Nope. He's Maybe. like, we're doomed. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he just died out of spite. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. I ain't your babysitter. So let's get back to actual Seeker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, so, so just backing up, we got to remember that she was her that had the crossbow hidden right. in the okay. book. And she pulled it mm-hmm. on him and she's like, yes. yo, show me your mark or else. She's like, pull it out. Show us your tats. And so he does. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, clearly I made a mistake because, you know, I'm not supposed to question these people. But here I am questioning. So like we see a little bit of the hierarchy here. Amongst this group of people, it gets a little bit deeper, and we realize that this is somebody from the from the the queen or the ruler herself coming right, to the give royal some family. information. Yeah, from the royal family. So, after seeing the the tattoo, a raven, the symbol of the imperial family, then she realizes, okay, so this is somebody that I have to answer. And it's like you're, you know, it's, it's very uncommon for somebody like you to be coming to get information f- from somebody like me. It says most seekers of truth bore the raven as well as the tower, but not even some who dare steal a seeker's plaque would have given him, excuse me, would have himself marked so. It's where the raven was to be the property of the imperial family. There was an old story of a young fool lord and lady who had themselves tattooed while drunk some 300 years gone. When the Empress learned of it, she had them brought to the court of the Nine Moons and set to scrubbing floors. This fellow might be one of their descendants. The Mark of the Raven was forever. So he is clearly, you know, the Empress's henchman or information seeker. So we see the Shanshan are really highly active still, even though we haven't heard from them in like a book, which mm-hmm. again goes to my whole like, what's the deal? They came in hot and heavy and now they backed off. Who are they in service of? Hmm. Are they just out for themselves? Are they being manipulated? Are they being controlled? Like, don't mind the, sh- the like, laser off. You're talking about the, the higher, the higher ups? General, like, okay. Yeah. Well, they serve their empress. I mean, I mean they have an empress. Empire. Yeah, but who does she serve? I mean, who does Julius Caesar serve? Like empire, the emperor serves the emperor. <laughs> I mean, is, is she being manipulated <laughs> by the dark one? Or is she friends of Balzi? Or like, oh, okay. They didn't just Trying come to back for no reason. Yeah. Let's yeah, a little yeah. deeper here. Who's pulling the strings? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, and so I start Can initially. I I'm questioning. Can I say is please uh, a gain in? <laughs> okay, go ahead and say it. Sure. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't see that coming. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> Hit with the shirt. Hey, sneaky yeah, man. mans. <laughs> You're lucky I don't have the button to kick you off. Al- only Alan can do that. <laughs> That's next on our budgets. I'm gonna get a soundboard so, where I can like hit buttons and be like, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bella, be like, what is that? Uh, okay, guy so from uh, CBC Kramer or whatever, where I just hit buttons. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Aganin is that how we say it? Aganin. I, I don't know. They they say differently uh, in the books. And... 
I've heard said so many Amy. different ways. I think they cha- this is one of those pronunciations that at least in the audiobooks change throughout the books. It's again like, and again and again and it mm-hmm. changes. Um, yeah. No! So, yeah, I knew you'd like that. Um, I didn't. Why with her nervousness with this seeker there at first, I'm like, oh, well, this, you know, obviously means Aginan's up to no good. And she's, um, you know, she's there on orders, but she has a little like side quest going herself that she doesn't want this seeker to find out about. And like, I was convinced of that. But then I started thinking like, no one likes to be micromanaged. And maybe that's all it is. Maybe she is following orders the way she's supposed to or, you know, loosely. And with the seeker here, she's like, what the fuck? Why, why you got to be, like, breathing down my back? You gave me a mission. I'm here doing it. Why are you, why you sending people to check on me? That's fucked up. So, But it is possible she is deviating and doing her own thing because she seems like the type. But who knows? It could be mm-hmm. that the Empress is, like, um, doing that thing that, like, parents do to their teenagers. Like, they sit down to do their, uh, um, to do their homework and then... Their parents say, oh, don't forget to do your homework. And then they just don't want to do it anymore. Exactly. Be like, well, I was going to do it until you told me to. I was about to wash them dishes. I was walking in the kitchen to wash them. Then you said, wash the dishes. Now I'm not going to touch the dishes. Because you yes. said it. <laughs> All right. I'm doing it, it already. It, God damn. Put it on the spreadsheet. That's my prediction. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And and the seeker actually does a whole bunch of stuff as well. Like tells her to draw match maps of Tanchico and the fences and like a bunch of other cities that she knows of and just draw a bunch of stuff. So it's time to do Pictionary. Don't forget and... to mark out all the best tanning spots. Yeah. All the, Vital tell where all the, the all the beaches are, um, have to know. Yes. And, um, where can I get a good mojito? <laughs> yeah. Tell me where the good bars are. That's what I want to know. Like I went kind of divish, but like not too divey where it's sketchy, but like just the right amount of divey where it's right. where it has the good atmosphere and you feel like it's like you're at your hometown bar, but you don't want it so sketchy like that you might get shot yeah, or nothing touristy. You know, I want to be with the locals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you don't want to get like shot. Like it, so there, there's there's definitely that that vibe that perfect fit for the bar, but you don't want like the the giant commercialized bar either. You know. <laughs> so. Um, and they also tell her to go ahead and ship all. This? They tell her to ship all the contents, um, including the Adams yeah. on the next courier boats back. Yep. Um, Set us what you then, got. Yep. And then the seeker leaves. He's like, "All right, I checked in, did my due diligence. I'm out." And once he's gone, she he she goes down to the basement and finds one of the soldems um, that she's imprisoned down there. Um, so we learned this from book two because when they uh clamp the uh autumn around the neck of the soldom that i guess um Egwene, um um that it worked on them too but now the shanshans have re- are finally realizing this i think as well that the color works on their on themselves too <laughs> yeah and they didn't know this so this is kind of like yeah anyway well that was interesting when we first found out and equally interesting is how she still denies the fact that there has to be some type of a tie. Mm-hmm. Like, we know that the only people that can control the power are those that can use the power. So why would you assume that just by slapping on a bracelet, you, you're special and endowed to control? Right. No, it's because you can manipulate the power. Maybe... Now, there was a distinction here. Those that could control the power became Damane, and those that could not were the Saldoms. You know, 
were still tested and then could use the mm-hmm. the tool itself. So maybe they can't channel, but they have the spark. And in that, mm-hmm. I mean, there are women that maybe they're stunted in magical growth. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense or not. Yeah. But, you know. But, like, um, I will remind maybe you they... that, like, um, people can be born with the ability to channel, but there are a certain amount of people actually should i continue yeah we, we've talked so about it yeah that's it's, it's, like, that's yeah, explained so in book know, one they, yeah it, in book one that maureen explains that to or... Or... yeah or no it never does at all yeah, like so, so there's when, some um, like so yeah, yeah so maureen says yeah. that to Egwene in book one that like some people will channel regardless um and yeah they will but there Other some people, people can be taught learn. can can be taught to channel and they still have the spark but they'll never actually channel on their own um, and they're no they danger can't... to themselves if they're not taught because because they never they never knew to do it. Right. So the question is: Is do the do the Shanchen understand that you have conduits of the power and then you have users of the power? Um, mm. Well, what well, is this purposely done? I um I can uh, probably uh, I I think it's pretty safe to say that yeah they don't hasn't really clicked for them yet. Mm-hmm. Well, they've had some strict say dogma Rafa. over this for thousands of years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd just say Rafa. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even <laughs> even in her thinking, she's I mean, like, and she's talking about how different things are here, uh, how they treat the men and the women versus how they treat their men and women could channel. And she just kind of shrugs it off, like, "Well, we've way been we've been doing this for thousands of years." And when you have like such yeah. a strict dogma like that, that doesn't allow for any exploration of the possibilities of what can be. Well, specifically here talking about women who can channel, then you're just stuck in those same beliefs for thousands of years. Because yeah. yeah, anything I mean, that and I, exists outside like how, of that, you're like, ah, witch, kill him. Yeah. It's a witch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like how they're uh, like, oh, the way they uh, the way we've done it for thousands of years is the right way um, because it's been around for thousands of years. Uh, yet at the same time, they ignore the fact that it's been this way for the uh westlands for thousands right. of years right mm-hmm. but that's how she Probably justifies it in her mind <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. uh, can i go back just a, of my people. just a second i want to go back uh mm-hmm. i don't know if we touched on this right. but when the seeker shows up and they're doing their initial back and forth um he he makes a comment uh, da, 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 da. she was like i've heard of him she said calmly all goes well question mark and he says, it does now. I'm glad that you at least understood your instructions properly. Among the others, only the Seekers did. Yada, yada, yada. There's been some embarrassment of a return of Soldom deserters. Such desertions must not become common knowledge. Much better than simply, much better that they simply vanish. So I'm guessing we're getting a hint into what their task is here. That after the last battle where they got shellacked, uh, apparently there were some Soldom deserters. They ran away. So they're like not they're seeking them out as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But apparently not everybody is doing as good a job because this seeker pretty much says be like, yeah, you're just about the only one to like be doing what you're supposed to. Yeah. So they're having a command, a command and control issue with their little secret op here. Well, I mean, they sent them well. so far out. They spread them out. We don't know what that hierarchy looks like. We don't know what type of life they have. Like, you know, it seemed as if they were very much conformists and dictated to so they got a little taste of freedom and they hightailed it right yeah 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 and i'm, I'm wondering the, if like, this chapter these ends high ladies and oh. the higher ups and their 
sorry. It, it made me think maybe the higher ups in their society actually do know that there's more to this channeling than than what they use them for here. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they see it as a threat to their power to let that secret get out, um, yeah, sure, or to let them be able to do any more than you know what they've been doing for the thousands of years. Agreed. So, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, and then what we do you, what do you think it, definitely not Odin. Yeah. How would you comment on that? Noted. Um, I'd comment, sure, because my brain's full of spoilers right now, and I'm not giving you any of I saw the smoke coming out of your ears, and I was like, maybe I could just get a little something. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just, just, just yeah. see how it feels. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you know what? I'll give you a freebie. I'll give you a freebie. Oh, no. Rand <laughs> does something. Oh, he does a thing. And people mm-hmm. don't like it. No, but some people do. I bet some people yeah, do that. Just yeah, not the way some you think. Do, and then, not the way mm-hmm. you think. yes, and they completely misinterpret it. And then and there's, there's a guy. A there's a guy that has hair and he's kind of tall, kind of short, and he wears t-shirts sometimes. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's not really a shop. It's more like a warehouse, and you couldn't even really call it a garden. So I don't know why they came up with that name. And you know is what? Another character destroys all does the another thing, people. but this time in a place. Oh, he oh, takes all the real people out of the waste and into, I don't know, Edmonds Field or something. There we go. It takes Tank all the people from the waste to Edmonds Field. Also, all right. Uh, Moraine kills Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I'm and, Dumbledore uh, coming. And yeah. uh, and uh, Bielsmon is uh, Luke's father. Yeah, I saw Luke someone like actually arguing like <laughs> as far as wizards go, like if Gandalf and Dumbledore were to fight, who would win? And it's like I can't believe anybody would not pick Gandalf because he's literally a god. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like if you Gandalf if you the go white for sure. Even the gray, like I mean, so Gandalf's not really well, a person. I mean, I'm going to get into Lord of the Rings lore. Hey, and that's he's, he's he was created by the creator, like at the beginning of time. <laughs> he only takes on I a human think form. You'll find his name is uh, is uh, Iru Iluvatar. Yeah. Uh, get your Lord <laughs> you, you, of the Rings you, you, lore right. Yes. And he's um, he's yeah. one of the Istari, which is a subclass of uh, Aidur. Which yeah, is, um, so. but also Double a subclass doesn't say of uh, Mayar, and so like. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. so uh, you got to be able to read it chapter... in Elvish for it to really make sense. But yeah, okay. it does. Yeah. But at the end of this <laughs> chapter, we end with uh, a Gideon coming up uh, from down below and wondering if other Soldim can channel as well. Um, and that's Sorry, how we kind of that end Gandalf this. and Dumbledore. Fight? Dumbledore. Yeah. That wouldn't happen. They'd be like, happen. "Oh, you're a wizard. I'm a wizard. Let's yes, sit and have uh, some tea. Yeah. Talk about our <laughs> wizardly deeds." Yeah, exactly. Manipulation of little people because they both manipulated children and children like people, <laughs> and I loved yeah. them both. But... Yeah, Frodo was like thirty at the beginning of uh, 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 fellowship, know. and like fifty by the time sh- shit started happening. But for the, the... so yeah, fifty-year-old child. Uh, I know they exist, yeah. um, mm-hmm. but I don't think Frodo's. They one do. Of them. That's what I'm trying to be. But right now I'm a 38 year old child. <laughs> Twelve more years, sure, I got it. I'm pretty sure that classifies you as an embryo. But, but mm-hmm. For hobbits, yeah. yeah. It's hobbits. Like, so if you want to be like a 50 year old child, so are for ogres. Or Grogu. Yeah. Grogu. So the chapter, 50. the chapter ends. Anything ah, we miss from this chapter? 
anything we missed from this chapter before we get into tangents more? Uh, we yeah. really only talked about things not in this chapter. So I know. We did. We had to add content here. What, what uh, we learned was that this chapter was definitely a filler chapter. And for somebody that wrote mm-hmm. 14 books, we probably could have trimmed it down to nine. I probably will edit it down to nine sure. minutes. Um. <laughs> we got to have the bridges. Like, I get it. you got to develop characters and storylines and stuff. But, you know, bring on the action. Yeah. yeah. Moving on to chapter 39, a cup of wine. And our favorite symbol is the harp, um, which I got really excited about last week because I forgot what this chapter was until I saw the harp. And I was like, <laughs> I know this chapter. Yeah. <laughs> At first, yeah. I found that uh, that symbol, uh, well, the concept of that symbol, harp to grasp. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. this is why you're here, buddy. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> if this is why I'm here, <laughs> oh mm-hmm. god. Yep. yep. Oh god, I'm sorry. <laughs> so the harp is Tom's symbol. So, are you guys excited that we're gonna have Tom this chapter, or did you guys even think that? Always excited about Tom. Yeah, we knew Tom yeah. was coming. Yeah, let's get old Tom. To be honest with you, I'm the one guy that doesn't. Like I'm him. still waiting for him and Moraine to hook up. So, <laughs> I'm still Chris, Chris has a whole thing that Tom and Moraine are going to hook up. Uh, that's 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 Chris's theory. I'm still riding this unicorn for a little while. <laughs> yeah. More than likely, I, I it's not going to happen because he <laughs> definitely has an affinity to a, a, a queen and all. But you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. Like, yeah. So we'll go ahead and start yeah, this I, chapter. I've had like, oh, go ahead. Ah, uh, yeah. It's just no. like I've had that theory before. Yeah, can't really see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, let's go and start it's this chapter. Good. So um, so this chapter, make it land. Oh, you made the land. Yeah, they finally make it after yeah. all these uh, episodes talking. Yeah, talking about them dreaming and they're still on the ship. So, yeah, so it starts with the ship pulling in the dock, uh, which actually in the last chapter, they saw the raker coming in. If you didn't notice, there was that scene where she looked out the harbor and saw a raker coming in um, and she thought about the sea folk. Um, but, yeah, so um, it starts with them standing on the deck and they're they're coming into Tan Chico. And, yeah, let's start let's start with this whole entire interchange, I guess, with them saying goodbyes and anything you guys pick from that. It seemed almost odd to see the sisters fully dressed again. (laughs) (laughs) 3.5 giggities. 3.5. Yeah. And, yeah. Say anything else from the goodbyes besides the the nudity's gone? (laughs) I know, like, the soft porn's gone. Um, They're saying their goodbyes. It's like we learned a lot from each other. We love you guys. And then mm-hmm. Master Doma. I miss you most of all, Scarecrow. Suddenly mm-hmm. it's like, it says, suddenly there was a roar from the deck of one of the smaller ships. You! It'll be you! It do, it do I be you! I don't do it justice. You need to go, like, this is all at Ian, and this is an Ian thing. Ian, page 642. Like, you, <laughs> you do the best sea folk voices, and I suck at it, and I know it. But I was excited to read this portion, so... I mean, it's kind of like I was going to wash the dishes until you told me to wash the dishes, and I don't feel like fucking washing the dishes. 
I'm not gonna dance for monkey dance. I ruined it for our listeners. No, no, you're good. It just plus, you know, I'm not drinking tonight, so like, you know, I'm being introverted in a little bit. Wait, so you're not drinking? I mean, water. Yes. Yeah. Well, no, like that's not that's. Yeah, no, this is normal. This is, this, this, this is sober Ian tonight. Right, this this is, is a rough episode. Yeah, oh, so. yeah don't <laughs> fight yeah. like that cockroach. This won't go away. Are I'm drinking enough for all that... of you guys right now. <laughs> no, I'm drinking enough for all you guys right now. <laughs> so yes. Are you the only one that drinking I've encountered is you sober before? Oh, yeah. yeah. Have I? Yeah. Waffo, buddy. Waffo. Waffo. So yeah, so they get down the dock. Um, it, before we see Bill Doman, they do see all the hungry faces, and they talk about how how I guess how poor and run down Tanchico is. Um, and Elaine kind of, says, "Let them eat cake. Why yeah. are they all eating cake? <laughs> the king should be delivering cakes to cake, everyone. Cake. I mean, yeah. they were promised, but turned out to be a lie. Right. Yep. And then, then cake or death? Uh, I'll have." cake well, all right then here's your cake you there next cake of death uh cake well we're all out of cake <laughs> <laughs> all right so yeah do be you um so bill Dooman shows up so were you guys happy to see bill again i mean now we get to interact with bill so i always i always get warm fuzzies when, I, when bill Dooman shows up i, I love bill Dooman just because he's a sailor <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if he like Bias. stays. I wonder if he stays this neutral character that you know he may at times help the bad guys, but he also helps the good guys quite a bit. I mean, I think his heart's more into helping what I'm calling the good guys, right? But he, he's kind of neutral. He's not really driven like, yes, I'm going to support the Dragon Reborn and I'm going to fight against evil. He's like, eh, I'm going to make some profits and you know try to do the right thing along the way. We'll feed some starving people and. I guess Black Ash are bad, so maybe I'll help you out, sort of thing. But I still don't see him as like full on in the good guy camp, you know. Mm-hmm. I think like, Jordan does a, a really good team. job of human. Yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah, Jordan did a really good job of personifying, if you can call it that, what human looks like. Like he wrote this character in a way that we can all kind of feel him. I was mm-hmm. like, I get it. We, you got to get your own. It's great to help others, and when you find a moment where you can, you do it. But you still got to get your own. You got to look out for yourself while looking out for your friends. And Bale Doman kind of just like embodies that. And I remember when we were first introduced to him, how excited Alan was for us to finally meet Bale Doman. And it's like, this dude's not going to be around very long. And then as soon as you think he's gone, he's like, hey, bro, I I still exist. I'm I'm still (laughs) alive. (laughs) Like, I'm still here doing my thing. Yeah, that, that's one I thing I will like say about Robert Jordan's. Of... Yeah, Robert Jordan's writing is that, or at least with this book, is that you have these tertiary characters that will keep popping up over and over. I mean, even like the most minor character, like Florin Gelb from last chapter, where literally he just got stomped on by Rand in one chapter and was just kind of like <laughs> a nobody. And like literally, like who's supposed to remember that? And then he shows back up, and you're like, wait, we know this guy. <laughs> Um, so, like, so he's still so pay- a nobody. So, like, but he's still a nobody. So oh, that's got a chance, thing, yeah. is what you're telling me. Yeah, and, like, Peter is the <laughs> Dark Lord. What are you talking about? Like, we've had this yeah, dude. Peter's the, the hero. Peter is the hero of this entire story. All right, so don't don't right. don't stop See, on on Peter. 
The thing about Peter is, um, he's a he's a character. When he actually he's a, comes he's back, he's a dick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, Peter. Uh, yeah, good old Peter. Yeah, well, Peter should back up. I'm page. telling you, I'm telling you, Peter. Peter's gonna save the day. Uh, he's gonna come in and just uh, wow everyone. Mm. <laughs> I believe yeah, it. Yeah, he's. <laughs> and, like who knows? He might have been like pulling the strings behind the whole operation. Yeah, I think yeah. maybe been. maybe Patton Fane so. answers to Peter. Um, so um, that would maybe make he sense. is so like Doman feels maybe like he, he owes. is. Yeah, so Doman feels bad. So Doman feels bad about and use Bella as a distraction. Yeah, but D- Doman feels bad about uh, leaving leaving the girls. High and dry, and Fame. Um, and he's like, I, w- I was going to try to wait for you, but shit kind of went to hell. And I was like, fuck this shit, I'm out. And he feels bad about it. Uh, and, she- and she's like, well, we're looking for an inn. Um, and they're like, and Bill Devin's like, well, you probably won't find one here, but luckily you ran to me because I got gotcha. you. I know everyone here. So. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're back to the whole Taviran conversation. Uh, it seems that. It works out perfectly that they met him, um, that they got to the inn that they're going to, that they still had a room, they get it for a discount. Like, everything seems to be going their way. Um, but our, none of our female characters here were labeled as Taviran, but it seems like things are still kind of getting pulled around them and working around them, similar to the boys. So what's the difference? Mm. Like, what uh, am I missing here? They are important characters. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And in and literary in literary terms, there's something <laughs> called plot armor that falls outside of everything else. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah. Okay, so what's the difference between that and Tiberian? Yeah. So like, uh, think about that. Uh, yeah. Sexism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. <laughs> right. Yeah. Didn't think we were going there. Uh, don't, don't want to call out Jordan. There's, but there's, there's support the but yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. So the thing, uh, like, this is like kind of my read on it. Um, is uh, things uh, like the pattern tends to be like how things turn out. Uh, well, how am I? To this you can shit. say whatever you want. This is <laughs> Vegas. Whatever you say, we'll keep yeah, it. Uh, cosmic stuff happens. Coincidences do, mm-hmm. and things. Yeah. But yeah, it's um, it's like a sort of um. Yeah, so even even even, even even though Jordan never named them as Tavir, at least not yet. Um, um, there's lots of the fandom. Yes, we're hoping disagrees. We're hoping for. We're hoping for Robert Jordan to, like, finally after, what, 12 years after death, uh, confirm whether or not these characters yeah, there's are some, Yeah, some sure. notes hidden away something somewhere. something buried in his notes somewhere. Because, okay, if there were one or two coincidences when they were off doing their own thing away from Randy and the other boys, and it's like, okay, maybe they got lucky, maybe coincidence. But it just time and time again, I keep seeing things where, man, if it didn't work just like this, they'd have mm-hmm. been hosed. So here's so, here's anyway. some and, someone someone um uh gave a really uh Pythos and in, in chat gave a really good definition. So plot armor equals fortunate things that happen to characters. Taviran, fortunate things that happen to characters and the author points it out as Taviran. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, so 
<laughs> well, yeah. I'm going to go ahead well, yeah. and point it out. Yeah. yeah. Bill so, Doman like, pointed it out. How come Bill Doman was able to point it out, but the author... Go- okay, anyways, enough bashing of that little mm-hmm. schnitt. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. like, they're all, like, important to the story, and, like... Um, they're an extension of they're Rand. All, well, like, they're all I like that definition with, less. Yeah, they're all, mm-hmm. like, involved with uh, Rand, in, like, in some capacity or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, and, like, seeing as we're following them, it's fair to assume they'll be uh, important for events mm-hmm. later down the, uh, the track, and maybe the pattern needs uh, things to turn out a certain way for those characters to be in the yeah. places they need to be when they need to be and so it's like trickle down to veerness yeah. yeah it's all yeah, about choices much. man huh choices <laughs> and decisions so yeah so they get to this end uh, the the three plum court and they meet the innkeeper um who is riendra 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 um and she reminds on eve of like leandrin yeah yeah well, this is probably one of the people then that uh, maybe Gelb pointed out, if they are in fact looking for the same people. Um, mm-hmm. And I could yeah. be wrong about that. But could be. If they're looking for the same people, this could be one that Gelb pointed out, which if he already did and was wrong, they're fine because they're not going to look in the same place twice or they're less likely mm-hmm. to. But yep. let's say he pointed them out before and the Sean Chin lady hasn't gone to investigate yet. They might be screwed and the heat's about to come down on them. Mm. So it could yeah. be a good thing, could be a bad thing. Yeah. Or it could be a nothing if that's not even the person the Sean Chan people are looking for. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, they are... <clears throat> well, no. I guess, no, they're looking specifically the for their direction. deserters that got away. They yeah. are. And they're also why. looking for... But it, it did cross my mind that maybe they're also... Looking for Somehow they have intel on these Black Aja and they're looking for them. I they're looking mm-hmm. for Naive, too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but so yeah. I, I love how Bill has like established himself in Tanchico as being like the Robin Hood. Yeah, and everybody kind of loves him for it. Yeah, he's like a Robin Hood character. Like he he has established himself through his you know back end dealings, but then he's like created a kitchen to feed the poor, and you know he he's definitely trying to help out here he's like the man avoids all of the taxes yet he taxes himself yeah i yeah. mean that that's robin hood he robs I... from the rich and gives to the poor <laughs> stood up to the man and gave him what for and she's like he even has I love me for him now. he has me helping and i pay my taxes like yeah mm-hmm. his money's more efficient getting to the poor people recognize yeah. that, like uh, a my, fav- that my, my favorite's the little interchange there it's uh, hilarious when he's talking to that little kid and he's like, here you go, kiddo, and hands him the bag. And he's like, what's what's in here? He's like, that's a bag of gold coins, buddy. The little kid goes, oh, wow, I'm rich. And Bill Doman goes, you're what? Give me that. <laughs> <laughs> get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Uh, so, yeah, so after they get to the end, they sit down to eat all of the all of the cast of characters, and they turn to uh, Bill. They say, like, <laughs> we're, we're, we're hunting the Black Aja. Um, and they ask for him to help, and honest, and he just goes. The quote from Bill Doman is, "It do be going to happen again. Fall May all over, all over. Maybe it's time for me to pack up and leave." Yeah, um, yeah. He's just after like, they already uh, assured him that it wasn't going to happen again. They're like, "Yes, yeah, I can happen like, again." He goes, "Oh, it do be going to happen. Uh, it's going to happen. <laughs> I, I need to get out of here. I'm stepping <laughs> in the shit right now. My foot is in the shit. I need to go clean my yeah. boots and go home." 
Yeah. But he does agree to help them eventually. Um, and, you know, um, Tom and Julian proceed to question him about Tanjiko. And it, it's funny that interchange about, I guess it comes a little later in the chapter, but when they go through like their different methods of, of finding people, um, you know, whether they go to the rich or go to the, you know, or Julian's going to the, to the, um, to the slums and working that angle. So just found that interesting. Yeah. Well, I think it's very interesting, Tom's questions and how he kind of leads people into realizing that he's much more than what he claims to be. I really want to like read the history of Tom. Hmm. Like, yeah. I want that book. Yep. Yeah. Not that chapter, Tom's, Tom, that book. Yeah. He's lived a life. He has. And he's still living Tom, it. Guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Nynaeve gives Bill Doman a list of Black Aja members and descriptions um, of what they look like. And he promises that he'll try to get his men to look out for them. Uh, and Bill Doman leaves. Uh, so Bill Doman exits stage left. And they, conti- they continue. He leaves yeah. where he should have branched. Yeah. Uh, and Nynaeve goes up to go to sleep. And Tom and Elaine uh, go down to the common room to have a couple of wine. <laughs> Just one cup, though. Yay, my favorite scene. So, at first I thought she got slipped to Mickey. I'm not going to lie. There was a moment in here where I'm like, somebody recognized her. You know, they're trying to capture her. Like, my mind went all over the place. And not feeling well didn't help. I'm like, yo, she's about to get snatched up. This is going to be awesome. Like, we're going to get some action. She's going to get separated. Like, the book's nearly done. We finally get that point. And I'm like, nah, she's just drunk. I've been there once or twice in Alan's house, sitting in his chair, first episode of this. This 151's mm-hmm. delicious. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't feel my legs. I, I, I have no legs. What I can take it. <laughs> I got flat yes. to space, yes. Uh, was what y'all started talking about. Being on the boat, and I started imagining being on the boat, and the waves rocking, and... Whew, I fell asleep so fast. I can imagine the way she felt in this moment where she's like, I only had one. I couldn't tell you how many drinks I had that night. I felt like yeah. I only had two or three. And, but and I passed out point, like I had uh, 10 or 15. I mean, we practically and, finished the uh, bottle. Well, and, and to she's the point, they don't, they don't bring this up inside the, inside the story. that Now, she claims she doesn't have that much to drink. But if you've come back from being at sea for, what were they at sea for a few days? Um and Ian can attest to this. If you go immediately to a bar and start drinking, you are already wobbling um, coming off a boat. Uh, everything's moving. <laughs> yeah. uh, like if you go like, so if you go out, out, out to sea for, I would say over a day, maybe even two days and you're actually at sea with rollers and you go back to the dock and you walk to like, and take a shower someplace you'll fall over. Um, literally you'll just, everything's moving. You close your eyes to wash your hair. You fall over. Everything's yeah, you fall over. Everything's off. Mm, yeah. um, so, <laughs> so to the point, like drinking back on land after being at sea for that long probably would get you I'm not necessarily drunk faster, but you'd see effects of drunkenness very fast. Yeah. Yes. Now, I don't want to put all the blame, if you will, on Elaine and getting wasted here, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's caught up in the that. moment, and she's you know she's enjoying the music and everything. But she probably had a game plan, like, I'll just kind of sip on this wine, uh, maybe have a second, but, you know, I'm just going to, you know, enjoy the common room here. 
But every few sips she's take, she takes is getting topped off. She gets it halfway down, this guy's topping it off. And this is the same guy that's very creepily offering to walk her to her room at the end of the night. Exactly. I was like, yep. so, it, like, and it, so it might not even be, like you said, Chris, it might not even be that she was drunk. He might have slipped or something. Yeah, I, I kind of had that thought, which I felt bad for. I'm like, yeah. Mm -hmm. a little yeah, he. it definitely seemed like he was preying on her. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. that is why I want him to get stabbed in the show. Yeah. yeah. I hope hopefully that happens. <laughs> yeah. So Actually I just wanted to get stabbed in the books, but we're not getting that. Well yep. even even as I'm reading this, I was kinda hoping when she went in to see Tom, I didn't realize where it was gonna go. So I was like, hopefully Tom's like, Well, you're way more drunk than you should be. I saw you only have a couple glasses. What happened? She'd yeah. be like, Well, this boy tried to offer me and then I was hoping Tom would go like sneeze and shoot daggers <laughs> shoot at dagger. the fucker and take him out. <laughs> be a dad. <laughs> That would have been so cool. Tom is her father. I think so. <laughs> Everybody wonders yeah. what is under uh, underneath uh, Tom's mustache, and it's it's not yeah. an upper lip. Mm -hmm. It's another it's knife. Knife. Dagger. Knives. Yes. Couple of them. Anyway, yeah, I'm not so... talking about the kind you find in America. I'm talking true knives, like. Oh, you're Australian, yeah, so that's not a knife. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's not a knife. That's up a spoon. That's a knife. <laughs> if you stab hard enough, a spoon can be a knife. Um, yes. So I, I will, will cut say... your heart out with a spoon. <laughs> what a spoon? It's spoon. not only you twitch; it'll hurt more. <laughs> so, so the so he should get to... stepped with a. The flip side to saying, you know, maybe not Elaine's fault. I will say this. Uh, bad idea for, it doesn't matter if you're male or female, if you're in any kind of new city uh, that you're not too familiar with, especially this one already seems to have a certain sketch level to it, uh, go and drink it by yourself, generally a bad idea. Yeah, I know Tom no was around, idea. but he was busy. She's down there by himself. Buddy system is very important. He was working uh, the crowd. That's why they got the place cheaper. Like, he did what he does. And he yeah, was he, was, he was busy. So I, yeah. before the episode, I was talking to Adam about this, and I mentioned, I was like, yeah, she was really dumb to do that. Like, I would never do that. And then I had a pause, and I was like, no, wait. I learned that lesson the hard way, because <laughs> I did that once. Mm -hmm. uh, we were in southern Germany. We were three-hour train ride from where we were stationed, kind of away from where there's a lot of American soldiers. Uh, my buddies, they wanted to call it an early night because we had stuff going on the next day, and I was like, mm, no, I want to party. So I start club hopping, and then I started talking to this one girl, and she's like, let's go to this other club, and I'm just following her from club to club, end up miles away from where I left my friends. They didn't know where I was. I didn't know where I was. It's 2 in the morning. The club's finally closing down, and I go to leave. I step outside, and I'm like, God, we even know where the F I am. And I turn the corner, and there's this one guy, like, following me. So I keep walking, and then there's another guy, and I'm like, oh, man, this is about to go down. And so I turn around, I'm like, all right, I can handle two. They seem malnourished. They were kind of small. But then, like, seriously, six other jokers came around the corner, and I got my ass jumped, like, right around the corner from the bar. And I like to sound all macho, like, and I fought them off. But, bro, even when they're small, eight, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> luckily, yeah. luckily, someone someone called the cops, and they got there before it got really ugly. But, yeah, you probably yeah. should not do that. Is yeah, I was in – I was – yeah, I mean, this this happened uh, to to us. I mean, obviously, I, I luckily I wasn't on the receiving end. I was actually on the on the helping out or you know saving end of this story. But uh, in across the straits uh, from Singapore in Malaysia, uh, there's a town called Johor Bahru, um, and it's uh, known to be a little seedy, a uh, little little sketchy. And we we went to a bar there, and 
we showed up and some of the other sailors that we were um, that were from the same marina that we were staying at were already there and they had just had their first drink and you could just tell their eyes were already glazed over that they had been drugged like and so we got them out of there uh, we didn't even have a drink we just grabbed them took them out took them back to the marina by the time we got to the marina they were both completely unconscious they've had one beer each like it was just they they were 100 percent drugged uh yeah they're about to lose a kidney um yeah these these weren't girls so they were they're guys Uh, they're either gonna be robbed or or yeah harvest organs or whatever but uh we were able to you know save them and we showed up the right time and and got them out of there um but yeah sketchy parts of the world um that stuff happens um and trust uh, no one and and no one else they didn't All leave right. their drink so the bar was in on it like the bartender slipped them I mean it, it had to be so it was um, it was it was just sketchy yep. really really sketchy bar um, and yeah we didn't go back to the drink ever ever again <laughs> so <laughs> we, we stayed far away from that bar um, yeah I, I know the ride I wonder why I yeah it was scary yeah. Yeah, but your so, bar is known to be sketchy as shit. So it's like, yeah, they, they tell you that in tourist true. guides, like, do not drink there. <laughs> like, go go across the water to Singapore. Yeah. Like, it's a it's a literally like a five dollar bus ride to Singapore. Just go over to Singapore. It's a lot safer. <laughs> but mm. yeah, that's cheap. So, so before <laughs> she makes her way to Tom's room, though. before before she makes her way up there, the one thing she noticed as she's listening, clapping along, and she's like, "Wait, I've heard Tom do this story before, but it was different." Like, wait, hold on, I really do remember this guy. I just can't put put my thumb on it. Luckily, she turns down Homie's invitation to take her to her room, but she doesn't go to her room. She goes to Tom's room, and hilarity ensues. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's like, <laughs> I know you. <laughs> my, my name for the night. I lick your mustache. I lick your mustache. Yeah. She's like, um, and Tom, she said on your lap. I was like, oh, hold on a second. She's like, and then yeah. my mama said on your lap. I'm like, oh, hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I remember. I remember you. Then she's like, why doesn't my mom sit on your lap anymore? Uh, <laughs> I, I definitely remember her sitting on your lap. Yeah. And we got hints of this before. Mm-hmm. And obviously we, you know, we know a little bit of the backstory that he, he was a bard there. Yeah. So, but she didn't yeah, know that. Total surprise to the reader. Yeah, not told. Right. It's hilarious. It's like, go to bed, child. And she's like, I'm not a child. And then she stomps her foot on the ground angrily, <laughs> like a child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not throwing a tantrum. You're throwing a tantrum. She says while throwing a tantrum. Like, you will and tell then, me did... now. So there's the little cool, the princess coming out of her. Yeah, and then and then and then <laughs> she starts going and, and accusing Tom or, or her mother. You know, she says, well, I knew about Gareth Brynn and, and now you too. And now Lord Gabriel and, and, you know, and, and she starts like, and then all of a sudden, you know, she realizes Tom smacks her. Like, do not talk about more games like that. Um, she saw this so good hard woman. that yeah. she felt the smack in the future, not in the moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which that's obviously it angered, obviously it ang- yeah obviously angered Tom to talk about Marquez that way. Um, Tom's reaction is probably not the most tasteful um, at all. Uh, it's a good fatherly smack though. I'm just keep going back to this. Like I don't know if I ever smacked my daughter across like the face. Those... <laughs> like come on, guys. Like, you don't know yet. Like, small little things. No, I, don't that, think, like, I don't think that'll ever happen. Come... Probably not. But I did. Like, that, that, that I just really don't 
really don't like that about him. It's like, yeah, yeah. At least he didn't accidentally sneeze. Luckily, he didn't accidentally sneeze. That's for sure. But yeah, obviously, it upsets Tom. I mean, talking about Regais that way, she, he still has feelings for Regais, and and he goes on to explain about you know Regais being a queen, and it's lonely being a queen, and not. And most men that, that show up in a queen's life are looking for power or money and things like that. Um, where Nobody knows no. the trouble, trouble I've seen. Hey, she's a base. Who That's knows? right after the quote. And if I ever hear you say anything like that again about Morghese, drunk or sober, I'll put you over one knee, however you channel. Morghese <laughs> is a fine woman, as good as any there is. A fine woman. So fine. <laughs> You still find you blow my mind. Hey, Morgays. Hi. Hey, Morgays. Hi. <laughs> hey, Morgays, you're so fine. You still find you blow my mind. Hey, Morgays. <laughs> this is a serious conversation, like serious topic we're talking about. <laughs> like, it is. So let's try to get back yeah. to being serious. That's good. Yeah. If anybody's That's paying to hear us be serious, you definitely picked the wrong podcast is two tonight but no (laughs) i don't even know the meaning of the word i I, it was this is probably a pivotal point because you know i'm gonna stick with my idea that he is indeed the father of elaine here so here's one of the first lessons that she learns and that's when it comes to ruling all quite often you're overlooked as being human and you're only looked Mm -hmm. at for what you have materialistically and what type of power you hold and when you're in that position it's very rare i mean that's any position in life when you have something that others seek after then quite often you're overlooked as being just another person and you don't get to mm-hmm. have that 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 human interaction that just allows you to be yourself like how being the person I am, being six foot six, three hundred seventy five pounds of just like raw power, on top of that, there's something in between my ears. Not much, but a little bit. You know, a lot expectations get set. And when especially like within your family, within your community, when you tend to be one of those individuals that ends up being placed in leadership just because of what you are, when you want that moment where you just wanna goof or you just want to mm-hmm. be you, then people are like, the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. what? Like, mm-hmm. people yeah. still find it hilarious that Harry, like, I read Harry Potter, not once, but 13 times. Or that <laughs> I tell people, yeah, I, I, like, I participate in a podcast. We're reading a fantasy <laughs> novel. It's like, you're doing what? <laughs> that doesn't, like, it just blows people's mind. It doesn't fit the, you know, their narrative perception of you mm-hmm. that they've created in their mind exactly mm-hmm. and, and right outside that and you're like blowing their mind it's Especially hilarious i leader. find that with my students like i sit back i'm like hey i watched naruto and they're like you do what you <laughs> like you're you're scary i'm like oh keep that thought but no. <laughs> i still yeah. enjoy things like but i can see like more gays situation people. Yeah. I, mean, I, I i feel i i understand that 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 thought and her situation that she's in, and then Tom offers her some sort of normalcy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you know, even being a bard, he's a highly intelligent individual who's mm-hmm. playing the game, who's manipulating the system, 
who was also in that same situation as being overlooked. And here's a woman that recognizes him for his brilliance. And so they kind of roll reversal there. <laughs> and boom, you have a great relationship. Yeah. That clearly ended very well. It is. Yes. Know, like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but at least he does promise her that, you know, he'll tell her the story if she, if she ever asks him again while sober. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. tonight's not the night. Tonight's not the night. Yeah. And eventually Elaine does leave and she stumbles back to her room where Nynaeve's there and he busts the door and says, Rand must think I'm crazy. Tom is a bard and Barrelaine isn't my mother after all. And uh, Nynaeve's like, this is, this is, I'd love this. How Nynaeve reacts to Elaine being drunk. He's like, hey, I got something cool to show you over here. I got this, this cool bucket <laughs> of water. Uh, <laughs> come check it out. Look, look at the water. She's like, it's just water. Whoa! <laughs> Where's the money, Lebowski? She waterboards her. Yeah, that's a wisdom. <laughs> Where's the fucking money, shithead? That's a wisdom. That's a wisdom way right there. That's all I can think of. Is like you show up and you're that poor farm person who's seeking some help, and she's like, "Oh, so you went and got drunk, knowing that you got to get up at five in the morning to milk the cows. I got something for you. Come here. The answer's in that pot." Really? Do I drink it? Yeah. Ready? Set. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, I want to it's really Wait, bad. do I drink it? You can interpret it that way. Yes. <laughs> she just grabs it by your hair and just shoves your face in the water. <laughs> just choke on it. <laughs> oh, this is horrible. My mind just went like alerts went off and like graphic image. And at first I was like, yeah, was she really like, did she. <laughs> Get so drugged that she that somebody else is in the room and she didn't know who it was and it's a dark friend and she's getting drowned <laughs> literally and then I was like nah this is that answer that a mom would give her daughter when she really fucked up <laughs> yeah now guys we, we got to be even handed with this if we're gonna be upset that Tom used a little slappage for some mm-hmm. corrective action we also have to be upset with Nynaeve getting I wasn't physical upset for what and, Tom and shoving. Elaine's face in the water. I doesn't sound like there was consent. Spare the rod, no, spoil the child. <laughs> consent is key, no matter the relationship dynamic. Hey, yeah. do you mind if I shove your head in a bucket of water? <laughs> yeah, sure, go ahead. I think Sounds we've had like the conversation fun. Ian and I in college before. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. Spare the rod. Surprised how often I say wait, wait, wait. that question. Yeah, but but uh, there was no consent when you always told me to lean close and you smacked the shit out of me. Uh. <laughs> That's true. You leaned in. That was consent. That was the consent. You was leaned like... in as I was holding my hand up. Uh, 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 no. No, don't move my hand. Lean forward and choke yourself. <laughs> he told her Anyways. that how many times? I'm gonna move my arms like this, and if you get in the way, it's your own damn fault. I'm just walking. I'm just so walking. after 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 waterboarding, um, they decide that they need to meet, try to meet with Egwene. Um, so, um, Nadeve says, "I'm gonna go," even though Elaine protests and like, uh, "You're drunk." You're not going anywhere. I'm going. Um, Elaine's like, Ron you can only use the power when you're, oh, shit. It's a lot you of power are. floating around <laughs> you. Sure. Yeah. I am Why angry. do I hear boss music? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Nadine decides to go ahead and go take a nappy nap. 
and to tell Iran Riyadh. After Jordan um, lands ring between her bosoms. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yes. Robert Jordan in the bosoms. Um, and yes. yeah. Actually, I, yeah. Um, interesting concept uh, that uh, Kev actually brought up was uh, an alternate universe where Robert Jordan was an ass man. Oh, I definitely was just thinking that. I was like, we te- can yeah. definitely tell he was a boob man because we don't see any voluptuous badonkadonks at all in the book. They're mm. not talked about. I mean, yeah, yeah, boobs are great, but do you have to mention them every other page? Yeah. Yeah, they're, 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 they're actually someone grafted out. Like, there's actually a graph you can look up online, like how many times bosom or breast is mentioned in each book, and it shows like as the series goes on, it goes up and up and up, and like each book has more and more of it <laughs> until it gets to Brandon Sanderson in the last three, and then you know Sanderson is Mormon, so it just goes. <laughs> you can see the down. amount of interaction he had his wife went down and down and down. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, so let's. Anything else before we switch over to uh, the dream sequence? Um, Crickets. Mm, nope. All right. So, uh, Nanive goes to Teleron Riyadh looking for Egwene. Um, she goes to Iridian, uh, to IL Waste, and sees the city um, and sees a man kind of wandering around. Um, and sees a man poking to, around the city. Yeah, poking around the city. And, you know, she's trying to figure out, you know, obviously he's not Aiel. She tells that right away. Um, not wearing Ayul garb, not an Ayul man, and she doesn't know who this guy is. And I, I'm not sure if she's about to investigate or not, but before she even think about it, another woman shows up. And we've seen this woman before, a couple, actually several, several, several times. Yeah, Brigitte. Brigitte shows Bridget. up. Um, yeah, Bridget. Um, and yeah. warns Nynaeve, that guy's dangerous. You, you gotta, you, yeah, no, don't, don't get anywhere close so, to that like, guy. So, like, who is this guy? Get away here. Yeah. Is he you want to stay away from yeah. this man? He wears his sunglasses is at he one night, of the so you know he cool. That they ran into? Get away here. Is, is he one of the traveling folk that was run into? The tra- traveling folk? Yeah, one of the, the merchants. Oh, one of the merchants. Yeah. Oh, one yeah. of the peddlers? Is he, yeah, is he oh, one of the peddlers? Or is he a Forsaken? Uh, running. I, I had this uh, running sure. theory that he is, in fact, uh, Nicolas Cage from another dimension. Gotcha. And he's he's stuck in Teleran Riyadh. Well, Nicolas Cage is a vampire. Have you seen those pictures from, like, the 1800s? Nicolas Cage is... Yeah. I mean, go look it up. Uh, yes. That's true. He doesn't die. But, like, he's a vampire... Like, trapped in the world of the wheel of time yeah. it could be chunk directly. norris have y'all seen that picture where it's chuck norris's body but chunk from uh, uh i've not seen that no holy crap hey you guys <laughs> <laughs> what was that movie Goes blank. Goonies? That goonies goonies yes Whew. chunk from goonies now i feel bad I, I know that quote yeah but i've never seen the movie oh <gasps> Ooh, next watch so my party, question Alan. is: Is why is McGee <laughs> con- allowed to continuously pop up? Like, this is where she stays. So special. This is where she stays. Yeah. Um, tell Ariel. Yeah, that's where she's chilling until she, she gets called back out. again. But where's everybody else? Hey, then? I want to be part of the squad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where's everybody else then? Like, why? They're all hiding so in different special? places. They're around. It's like it's like that clip from uh, from uh, Monty Python. And now for yeah. something completely different. Well, she uh, the, well she was yes. told they last time the art of not uh, being seen. when she was talking to Perrin, she was told last time that um, that she's not supposed to be doing this. Mm-hmm. 
she do what she wants. She's she a grown woman. Yeah, like she does. Yeah, like she, she was on the verge of like um, uh, breaking the first rule of Fight Club. Yeah, I showed up late to the meeting, but let me tell you, Fight Club is the coolest shit in the world. Like, let me tell you about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh so, wait, first rule. I showed up late. And so, like yeah, at the so, end of the day, she's like running after Brigitte. That's what it kind of seems like. Yeah, like, wanting and, answers. And Brigitte, well, yeah, trying Brigitte to get away, she like thinks her, she thinks herself back to or not back to, but to Edmonds Field. Edmonds Field, yeah. And, and then, then she, she runs thinks she sees the Brigitte hunter. out of the corner of her eye and goes to chase after, her, thinking she sees her. Right. And it's the hunter. Yeah. Right. And then she turns so and sees. Like, that looks like Lan. Or is it... Oh, are we talking about... That's not how Lord Luke was described, though. Yeah, it wasn't described looking so like this, Lan. No. So this might be totally different. Yeah, but like you remember who was described as looking like Lan, right? Lan. Yeah, Lan. <laughs> no, but like, um, Lan. Is there another character that we should Yeah, Perrin ran, ran like, into I'm someone pre- else that... But... Yeah. Yeah. When he was in the wolf dream. Like... The guy killing wolves. Hmm... Well, yeah. I call him the hunter. Heavy heavy metal. Yeah, the hunter. Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> Slayer. Oh, okay. No, so no, no. You're wrong. pronouncing I didn't it know you were wrong. asking for a name. You're pronouncing it uh, all wrong, Alan. It's pronounced fucking Slayer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Insert Nickelback song here. It's like, I wonder if yeah, Slayer is Look at, at this photograph. Maybe, maybe they're oh. from the same oh. area. Um, <laughs> well, he's not related to Lan. He's related to the Angel of Death, though. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Only Odin would know that. Yeah. Hmm. Or a metal Must on yourself. <laughs> Must have been God-smacked. <laughs> with hey some Pantera. We saw Amy have a Um, anyway, so... <sighs> he could just be the prodigy. <laughs> so she's shot at and awoken oh. with... Oh. You guys are diseased. You need the cure. She's got a nice nick. Oh, oh, I like what you did. Nynaeve there. might be able to take him down with a five finger death punch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, I tell her to stop, but okay, go. Uh, okay, go. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so uh, sees what looks like land, and then he raises his bow and shoots at Nynaeve. And she wakes up just Shot in time. to the heart. But you're and too, too late. late. <laughs> you give love. No, you give land a bad name. Bad name. Bad name. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so rips out of the dream. Mm-hmm. Barely in time. Still yep. with a wound. Still with a wound. Well, it's a flesh wound. Oh no. It's a flesh yep. wound. Tis and Elaine gets woken up. The girl that totally Wait, won't fall. She lost asleep. her arm. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> healable, but Elaine doesn't know how to heal. Mm-hmm. Which means she's also not a killer. Is that is that how we're supposed to interpret this? Psycho killer. Oh yeah, because we talked. We did talk about that. Earlier. We went over that. We did mention earlier yeah. that yellows are better at stopping hearts and killing people. Yeah, but they're also the better healers, and yeah. that, that mm-hmm. power seems to be connected, intertwined, I mean, and that makes perfect sense. Very similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. perfect. It's just one of them that. you weave this way, the other one you weave that way, but it's the same weave, weaving and unweaving, tugging in a different direction. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like a, a Ziploc bag. You can slide it this way. You can slide it that way. Yeah. Or it's yeah. like a like video uh, that you find on the internet that your friend sent you, and like it looks like the trailer to the Wheel of Time, and then 
Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna run around and shoot arrows. So yeah, yeah, um, so Nynaeve gets scratched, uh, wakes up, Elaine kind of comes to as well. Um, And that's how we end this dream sequence. So anything we missed from there? I mean, what do you guys think about this this land character, about uh, Brigitte showing up? What what kind of theories so, do you have any predictions about all this? Or is that does this make anything come to mind? This, it's okay uh, if it's interesting now. Like dream sequence. <laughs> I f- like I feel like it's just it's just a bit underwhelming because um, yeah I feel like there could have been something more and like perhaps the chapter like the whole dream sequence could be a bit more theatrical. Hmm. Hey. Uh, yes, so oh, yes, so oh, yes, they both go. Oh, yes, they both go. Oh, yes, they both reach for the gun, the gun, the gun, the gun. Oh, yes, they both reach for the gun, for the gun. That's not the. I'm just saying. Understandable. The, the... Understandable. Yes, it's perfectly understandable. Sorry. It went very quickly. Yeah. But it's that's what she said. But it cut down. <laughs> it it kind of confirms some things. We know that there are people trying to get into um, the land of the Aiel. I can't remember the name right now because Ridian. Anyway, but they're trying to break in Ridian. Thank you to find what they can find, and like. We know that there's a lot of treasures there. I want to know why it's blocked off to people seriously. Like, what power is really keeping people out? It's um, the power of xenophobia. <laughs> and then we realize that Brigitte definitely is breaking the rules. And I want to know why. Like, breaking the, the, law. the why breaking just the keeps law. coming dip, up. Dip. <laughs> and then. Well, the, um, why the character has to look like Lan? Like, why is that significant? Why has that popped up a couple times? Doesn't matter at all, really. So, is this somebody from that same kingdom? That's what I'm. Is thinking. it Map? Is it Malkir? 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 Yeah, I think it may be yeah. a, a mm-hmm. uncle, brother, cousin, something like that. <laughs> this is my cousin Daryl. This is his other cousin Daryl. Mm-hmm. So, is his brother, nephew, uncle, daddy? Yeah, something like that. You never know. They might all be from West Virginia. Gotta Uncle keep that bloodline pure, mm-hmm. you know. You want to have mm-hmm. true mm-hmm. cane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, don't know. I don't know, Chris. And then the lack of the use of the power on Nynaeve's side, like, she could definitely have used her power to try to debilitate one of these individuals and get some answers, but instead of debilitating yeah. somebody, she just ran. She did listen, which... That surprised me too, because it's not her nature. There is a listen. difference. Be- there is a difference between anger and uh, fear. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but she didn't really like fear she- the first guy. She was warned, but it wasn't like she was afraid. She just ignored him to go after Brigitte. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and Nynaeve doesn't seem to be the type of person to process fear very well. She would probably instantly translate it into anger, just being angry at the fact that she's afraid. Yeah. So like, I think, I think also fear would the still be a good fuel for her. She's not too keen on the power at least yeah yeah I th- mm-hmm. I th- still not yeah. exactly her first thought you know and yes yeah, so Possible. she she's uh like lived her entire life up till like of course the beginning of the series 
mm-hmm. not knowing that she's been channeling the one power so her like first thought isn't oh let's magic the fuck out of this <laughs> yeah let's yeah. do the wibbly wobbly with the uh wibbly wobbly dream world says the yeah. person traveling through a dream world by the use of a giant stone ring yeah let's not yes but mm-hmm. do the, the stone magic, ring. magic yeah wibbly wobbly the stone magic. ring is magic but yeah. like, it doesn't mean she's using magic to make it magic the magic is the magic bro the magic yeah. was the friends we made along the way oh there it is <laughs> and my friend That's here he needs a new brain <laughs> okay mm-hmm. hey you're not wrong but hey <laughs> so yeah so talking after, about Alan, after, obviously <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so after, yeah, that's right. After, after all this, this sequence, Nynaeve wakes up, tells Elaine about <laughs> what happened, and then they go to sleep. And then we get the next morning, and Elaine is super hungover, because that's yeah, what usually happens. Yeah, and somebody um, gave somebody gave her, well, you hold still right there. I've got my famous hangover cure. Drink this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody's yeah. got one, right? It's a Bloody Mary. Um, my, mine is much more delicious. My hair of the dog. My hangover cure is a hearty steak and egg biscuit with greasy mm. hash browns, and then you do a stiff Bloody Mary with it. And let me tell mm-hmm. you, you're good to go. Yeah, I used to do greasy yeah. food with a Bloody Mary and a cup of coffee. Um, pretty much does the trick. Um, either that or Every just get time. an IV. Um, just just plug it in yeah. with a <laughs> <with laughs> <the> saline drip. <laughs> when, when you're in a pinch. Yeah. Yeah, um, like, it's um, a funny. There's a funny story. We went drinking out in um, Annapolis, Maryland, which is the capital of Maryland, um, and they have a big sailboat race that race down the bay. And we got drinking the night before, and one of the one of the girls on the boat that I was racing on was a nurse, and she stole a bunch of saline bags and IVs. So uh, the next morning, when we all woke up hungover, she plugged us all in um, for instant hydration. Um, and the owner of the boat came down to the boat and like, literally the whole entire crew is all hooked up with IVs, like getting, getting, all, getting, getting rehydrated. <laughs> He's like, what are you guys doing? I was like, we're going to get ready to race, man. We got to get rid of this. Hangover. <laughs> Puke and rally. Got to plug in. <laughs> Puke and rally. We got to plug in. And there's actually vans, um, in Vegas in... that go around and you can actually pay to get, uh, get the IV thing. Um, but yeah. It it does. Yep. Like in my opinion, uh, the best thing for a hangover is uh, drinking heavily the night before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Or the next day. Get if you can time. stomach that first beer <laughs> or that first drop of alcohol back in your, it, it really does cure it. Um, you just have to really just stomach that first one. It's gonna be tough, but you yep. can get it down. I'm pretty sure that's how alcoholism alcoholism starts. Yeah. Hair of the dog. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> uh, so. Um, yeah, so the next morning, like I said, Elaine's hungover. Um, both of them go downstairs to the room, to the common room, and to- or, or they go see Tom in his room. That's what it is. And, and Julian's just come back as well. This is where they kind of go through what he found out the night before, um, and they engage in this little fight about like how to go find the Black Aja that we hinted to in the beginning of this chapter. Um, anything you can do, I can do better. I can do better. I can do yeah. anything better than you. No, you can't. Yes, I can. No, you can't. No, you can't. Yes, I can. Yeah. And he tells him he thinks he's already found found one of the Aes Sedai's, uh, one of the Black Aja. Um, yeah. And Elaine and Nanive say um, they decide they're going to go searching themselves. Um, Tom and Julian try to talk him out of it since the Black Aja will know exa- they will all know exactly who they are. Uh, but they say they already have the skies uh, ready to go. So they're going to go incognito. <laughs> and that's how we end this chapter. Yeah, I mean, you pretty much 
hit all the highlights there. Yep. So anything guys That's think it. about that? What do you think about Naive and, and Elaine's plan? I mean, is that you think this is going to end up well with them going out looking for them themselves? Or do you think oh, she'll no. leave the Tom and Julian? Mm. I mean, I'm ready for the action to get here. So, yeah, go out and get them, ladies. That's, yeah. But that doesn't mean I think it's going to end well. Yeah. It means it's going to force a fight. That's what I think. It's about to sure. go down. Yeah. Did I use it Is right? anything we missed from these sure. chapters? Anything? Any questions? Anything? <laughs> anything? Questions from you, Noden? Anything you got for these guys? Anything uh, you can think of, or anything we missed? Um, I have a question. Um, if you strangled a Smurf, what color would it turn? Hmm. What do they call chilies in Chile? What do they call turkeys <laughs> in Turkey? What do you, why do you, why do you park questions. on a driveway and drive on a parkway? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> 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 Dare use my own spells against me, Potter. Why do, why do you why do you put cargo in a ship and you know shipment goes by truck? And <laughs> well, shipment goes by truck, ship, and plane. A chickpea is neither a chick nor a pea. Mm-hmm. Talk amongst yourselves. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> did you know that bathtubs are just reverse boats? Yes. Yes. <laughs> There's something called Except the for the people in the Titanic that try to use them as boats. <laughs> if my fridge is running, does that mean it has legs? Opties. So there's a sailboat that kids use called Opties, and literally, literally, they're floating bathtubs with sails on them. Literally. <laughs> literally. Go look up Optimist or Opties online. Go to Google it. You'll see a floating bathtub. I feel like this is dangerous. Anyone no. who tells me to Google something. Yeah, I Opti. Am- O P T I Opti Sailboat, and you'll see a floating. There's also <laughs> there's a funny looking sailboat called Two Girls One Cup. Just Google it real quick. <laughs> just, uh, just Google that sailboat. Google that sailboat, and yeah. What's next? You're gonna tell me to Google Blue Waffle? Yeah. Oh no! Oh no! Not Tough girl. To you. Never oh, did no, it to you. No, no, no. No, I, I think we hit it all, Alan. I think we, we hit everything. Everything right. out of these chapters, we can. Yeah, favorite, favorite character. Makes, favorite characters. Go. Oh, a Doobie Bell Doman. Oh, Doobie Bell Doman. Yeah. Doobie. I like that. I like that pick. I like that I pick. I sling in the coin and I make going. friends with everybody and I'm profits everywhere. What'd you yes. say? For Chris? Not, I said Egwene for not being here. I'm Egwene for not being here. Yeah. Egwene <laughs> <laughs> for bailing out on these horrible okay, chapters. Buddy. <laughs> Good call, Egwene. No. Um, if I had to pick anybody here, it would probably. I, I do like. Uh, I don't know who do I like. I like Tom. Tom Tom's response for finally like fessing up and owning up to his love for more gays. gays and for yeah. his willingness to actually communicate because our number one issue is lack of communication in this book. And he's definitely like, Hey, if you just in this book this tomorrow <laughs> Well, we haven't gotten beyond this book. So in the series so far, communication yes. is a big issue. And he, he at least mm-hmm. said, if you remember this tomorrow, I got you. So we'll just see where that goes. She'll yes. be like, Papa? <laughs> Are you my father? Uh, I'm telling you, I'm gonna, this is going to be a thing. Who is your daddy? And what does he do? She's going to call Moraine. Who is your daddy? Who is your All right. So next time. Mixed okay. Next time. On the wheel reads. We'll be doing three chapters. Three. One, two, three. Not two. Three. Three chapters. Ooh. And those chapter titles are Special Times. Hunter of Trollocs. Among the Tuathathon. 
which is a fancy word for tinkers, and a missing leaf. A missing leaf. Oh, so, are we, gonna get are we just going to leaf finally? that right there? Are we going to what? We're going to have wolves. Hunter we're going to learn Trollocs. about more eel, and then we're going to get the song or a part of the song. I know. Last time we left Perrin, he said, now we hunt Trollocs, and the next chapter is called Hunter yeah. of Trollocs. I, hmm. I can't figure wolves. out the connection. I can't. It's, it's a lot. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, so our boys uh, come back. Yeah, your boy. Book one. Which Pater. one? Pater? That one. The, the other wolf boy. Oh, Elias. Elias. Elias, yeah. Mm. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. I mean, we keep introducing yeah. new people. Why not? Unless Slayer got him. <laughs> yes, Fucking Slayer! Let's hope not. <sighs> All right. That hurt my feelings a whole lot. If like he had flayed Elias. Mm-hmm. He's been dark, man. Like then we'd really be going into some Game of Thrones type stuff, and then this movie yeah. would take another twist. Yeah, that's dark, man. So, any thoughts about the upcoming chapters? I mean, what do you guys think? Uh, we got some some Tinker Talk. Uh, we got some leaves, and we got some Trollocs. Uh. I'm excited about the Trolloc, honey. Okay, I want to I want to see really what these what these young chaps do that are following. Tinker Talk. <laughs> tinker talk. Some Tinker Talk. Uh. That's the hip new website. You know, some tinkering, there's some tinkers, there's some tinkers that tinker some pots. You know, there's some tinkers they always tinker in those pots while hot. Yeah. I thought, I thought but the pots that they got the ought not to be hot. Really, uh, <laughs> famous steampunk <laughs> uh, porn <laughs> came out last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. I like Anyways. um, I like that um song, Tinker in the Kitchen. Or is Tinker it? in the kitchen. Oh yeah, Tinker in the yeah, kitchen. Tinker yeah, that's in it. Tinker in the kitchen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tinker yeah. There's. In the kitchen, uh, what's what the name? Amanda, for me. Yeah. There's a band that does all those, um, all the Wheel of Time songs, um, and I can't remember the name of the band off the top of my head, um, but I will Google it oh, and maybe think... put it in the show description. Oh. I think uh, they're the Chamber Pots. No, it's not the Chamber Pots. Um, Nablus uses it for his intro for his intro to his YouTube. It's it's from that band. Yeah, he um, uses a song that has not been encountered yet. Um, uh, it's reflections of sound. Of sound yes, that's it. Reflections of sound. That's it. Yeah. Damn it! I thought it was the chamber pots. That might be something else. <laughs> oh, actually, you know what? I that's think what I might be confusing it with. <laughs> hey. but like, I might even be Ref- confusing yeah. <laughs> reflections of sound. Someone, with, um, someone in chat someone. said Blind Guardians, and yes, Blind Guardians is a heavy metal band <laughs> that does Wheel of Time songs. Um, um, so actually, they're power metal. Uh, get okay, it right. <laughs> power metal that does Wheel of Time songs. Actually, um, if you're into like that sort of music, I highly recommend checking out their entire discography because. They are fucking red, and they have an entire yeah. concept album about the Silmarillion. Anyway, I'm gonna shut up now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Very Sounds nice. Good. I'm gonna check it out. So, uh, whoa. Okay. So let's go ahead and wrap things up. So thank you. Definitely not noted. Not 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 Odin. Noden, as we call him for short. Thank you very much. Uh, sorry for not being yeah, Rafe Jenkins. Yeah, sorry for not being Rafe Juckins. Uh Definitely not Rafe. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. but thank you for coming and uh, and joining us for an episode. Uh, uh, Thanks spend for some time in your uh, your 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 Wednesday morning, um, uh, being our Tuesday night. 
So uh, greatly appreciate it. And yeah, and how we can be found. Also, uh, uh, you can look him up on YouTube. He actually has some a really really good Wheel of Time trailer reaction video on YouTube. Um, so <laughs> go check it out. Um, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also do memes. Uh, also does memes. So we'll, we'll we'll put that in the show description. At least the reaction video. Um, so Thank people can go much. check it out. Um, and and you also do book yeah. covers, right? Don't you redo the book covers where you talk about like what's going on? In the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's my bread and butter. Yeah. That's your, yeah. Like act out the scenes verbally. Verbally from the book Pretty covers. Good. Yeah, it's a bunch yeah. of fun. It's fun. I'm in yeah, a good times. Of a rut, so like the next one's taken some time because I yeah. don't have any ideas. Now you gotta now you gotta uh, yeah. take the audio off of the trailer and redub over the entire trailer. Um, with whatever. Yeah, I don't know how I can make that funny though. I mean, uh, like the ones working that it. I've got. Challenge, challenge, challenge. I'm definitely. I have made some uh, trailer memes, but like the pictures rather than videos. But yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna. We we, we figure that out. So okay. So how we can be found is at the Wheel Reads uh, on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. Um, Yeah, we actually finally got enough subscribers where I actually have my own YouTube handle now so it's youtube.com slash c slash the wheel reads um and yeah check us out there i do wheel of time content on there along with sailing videos and a bunch of other crap that i just put out because i just like to make stuff and um we can also be uh searching our website that's uh the wheel reads.com we can be contacted by email which is the wheel reads at gmail.com there's a theme going on here it's a lot of the wheel read stuff um Make sure to follow us on all our social media because I do giveaways on different platforms. I mostly do Twitter, but I also do giveaways on Facebook occasionally and TikTok and soon to come Instagram as well. Um, so make sure to follow everywhere because you could win stuff. Um, also, come join our Discord. Great place to interact. We have a lot of first-time readers going through the books. And trust me, it is fire down there in the first-time reader chat. Um, I live for reading through people's reactions going through these books and absolutely love um, all of it. So, um, go check it out. Come to our discord server. If you've read the books all the way through, uh, there's plenty of channels for you. If you're a first time reader, we'd love to hear your thoughts on what you think of any one of the books that you're reading through. Also make sure to support us. There's lots of ways to support us. You can just listen to us. Um, that's a great way of supporting us, but also, uh, there's things like buying merch. We have a merchandise store by new creations by Jen. Um, it's most of the stuff we give away is from our merchandise store. We're adding new stuff to that. Um, as well as you can just buy anything that we talk about on there or that we give away. You can go on there and buy it. Or you can support us by Patreon. Maybe you'll show up on our show as well. Um, that is a way to get on our show. Um, I don't know if we'll eventually get all our patrons on. Um, it is actually kind of – I have an algorithm I use, or I say algorithm. I have a formula I use based on how long you've been a patron, what level you get at, and there's a couple other factors too, like whether we've actually talked before and – I know <laughs> like things like that. Um, so um, you might get invited to be on our show. If you're a patron, it's not an actual patron perk, but it, it might happen. So uh, come and think about joining us there. And if we get to a hundred of those, I get a tattoo live um, apparently. And so does Ian do it. Ian's going to get tattooed with me. So Thanks we're going to do it together. I'm going to get Ian tattooed on my arm. He's going to get Alan tattooed on my arm. We're going to get a, a well, wheel of reads our wheel of time tattoo. Um, and yeah, like subscribe, share, Comment, tell us how you feel about the show. How horrible are we? Let me know. Feels pretty good. I got, I got thick skin. I can take it. 
I can delete the comment. Doesn't hurt me either way. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I got this week, guys. So what about you guys? Until next time. Peace. Bye. See ya. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, okay. check okay, out my both. Okay, bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Wheel of Reads. See y'all next time. Nine. Oh. Go. Heck. Yeah. So. Recording. Oh, yeah. All right. And then I have to use my leave, my leave days because it's not proven that I have COVID. Oh. I'm totally going to mm. fight that if it yep. is the case. Yeah. Man. Fight the man. Yeah. Fight the power. Always. <laughs> yep. Just the power in its face. Yes. Yeah. So um, I'm drinking some wine tonight for a cup of wine. That's what I'm drinking tonight for anybody who cares. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't drinking the shit. It's like ten twenty a.m. If it was ten twenty, I probably would. But I've got an early morning tomorrow, and I'm still. Uh, so, Chris, I got tested for COVID week and a half ago, a couple times before our last episode, and they both came back negative. But I felt like shit for a week straight. Uh, and the worst part of it was I never got to coughing real bad, but chest was a little iffy. I had a massive headache. That wouldn't go away no matter what I took for like three or four days. And it was miserable. So That's where I'm at mm-hmm. right now. If if you're non COVID, maybe you got whatever that crap is that I crap got. Was. But it yeah. it sucked. Yeah, and I couldn't sleep that great because of it. And like I I would take four Motrain and be like, Yeah, I'm gonna be good and the headache was still there. Never yep. went away. That's I feel like it's a variant that just is whooping ass yeah. and isn't yeah. showing up as COVID. I'm yep. I'm convinced I'm one of those percentages that you know, got the false negative. Was it bubble gum with it? Yeah. 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 And then it ran out of bubble gum. All right. So, you know. Yeah. I mean, even yeah. Chanel's sick too, so I'm like, it can't just be my allergies because she has no allergies. <laughs> yep. yep. Yep, yep. All right. Well, um, you guys ready? I mean, do you talk about anything else? I mean, we're, we're still about, you know, eight minutes early from when we normally start. <laughs> To keep Chris awake, we'll go ahead and just roll through into this. All right. So, brief pause.